Today on Game Red Radio. Chugga 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 Uh, so it's my week to start this thing, so here we go. Uh, this is Game Red Radio. I'm uh, I'm Goat. Terrible intro, uh, extraordinaire, an entrepreneur. <laughs> How do I follow that? Um, and returning from the land of ponies, I am Charlie Technotronic or Worsley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Thank God. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Valen Flynn. And uh, folks, folks, I'm sorry. Uh, the chipmunks are not rejoining the show again this week. Um, not I tried. Until, not until I you go tried. out of town again. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. That was the work of Goat's first edit. <laughs> uh, true. And uh, you may notice uh, some 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 voices, uh, some laughter set that is uh, uh, not masculine in its uh, in its in its integrity. Um, and it's what that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> as we, I'm a man. As we promised last week, yes, and the stars did not align, we uh, have kidnapped the other two villains this week. So welcome, Nick and Annalise. Yes. Hello. We're here. For, for, for the first time in their appearance, we can say we have the entirety of V for Villains with us. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. It, Good we, we all three. Uh, so, um, so guys, uh, thanks for running the show in my absence. Right um, into the ground. You're welcome. Right into the, <laughs> I or into say the trees, that. if chipmunks are going to be believed. Yes. Well, yes. I figured my, it was a Christmas spirit, and you know, we'll just get that chipmunks cover out the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apparently, my rig and your rig don't play nice, or something. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say you ran into the ground. I mean, it was, it was listenable. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, I was hoping we were just going to. I was thinking maybe of just telling everybody. Everybody that uh, um, you know, just uh, fulfilling Brian Lesser's wish that that you guys were just on helium the entire show, because um, yeah. that could have been a thing. We could um, have. <laughs> opportunities missed. It's over now. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but yes. But thank thank you. Know, good good job. I listened to the, I, I listened to all but the last seven minutes of the show just because I got I got in what I could. Um, so hopefully nothing important happened in those last seven minutes. Oh, That's we just the part <laughs> where we talked bad about you. No, oh, excellent. No. The last seven minutes was us. Train wrecking your uh, spiel at the end of if you like what you've heard. Oh yeah, that was oh, the good. funny part. Yeah, yeah, we tried to piecemeal that son of a bitch together. All right, yeah. I'll get I'll get back to that. Mm. Um, Nick and Annalise, how is uh, how is your week going? How was a how, week? How, how was how was that show? Yeah, how was that show? Oh, we did Die Show Con. It was fantastic. Everyone there was great. We did a show on Friday. We did two panels. One of them was erotic reading. Fifty Shades of Grey, and the other was dating advice. That's so they right. go hand in hand. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I, wait, so you don't trust thing? dating advice from people in masks? But, but uh, no, not even that. My thing is, <laughs> you just read me Fifty Shades of Grey, and all you have to say in the next panel is, don't do everything we just told you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's a two-parter, really. Uh, Except that we kind of skipped the Fifty Shades of Grey part and went straight to a billionaire dinosaur forced me gay. Yeah, that was what we read. I'm sorry, what the Like they do. <laughs> so we were reading Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was just kind of thumbing through it. And I was like, oh, and I said, uh, you know, this sucks. And everyone was like, yes. And I was just like, so you know, how about we just read A Billionaire Dinosaur Forced Me Gay? So we and read everyone that was into it. Oh, they loved it. Is this a thing? or did... It is. It's a thing. Oh. It's a thing. You can find it on Amazon, I believe. Yeah. Um, we just endorsed 
the billionaire dinosaur. <laughs> the one McGay. fucking con right. that I can't go to, and this happens, and I missed it. Like, <laughs> no, this this room I'm was sure actually sold out. It was like there was like a line Fuck. down the, the hall, mm-hmm. and that was after everyone they let. Is they this let did, did this get filmed? Is this gonna be posted? I think somewhere? it was filmed. Okay, I didn't film it. I don't okay. know. Probably some people filmed, filmed, it, filmed it. it. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. I saw a lot of camera phones going off. It, it is intensely surreal to sit next to these two and hear about a show that I wasn't at. I know. It makes me so sad. Yeah. We... I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we did that and uh, yeah, but then we did a dating dating panel, like kind of like dating advice and like different little stories and stuff like that or like, you know, stop taking off your pants when you meet girls or like <laughs> you know like right when you meet don't them. have the second thing you say be do you want to have a threesome with your coworker? yeah like that kind of you thing. know things mm. like that like you know things you think are common sense but surprisingly that's are not litigious man. yeah so are, are these particular pieces of advice based on experience oh yes yes oh yes yes they are look i've said i'm sorry in several <laughs> several legal documents <laughs> it was just a big picture of goat yeah and we were like if you see this man you call the fbi do the opposite of everything he does yeah every uh, um, some advice which uh <laughs> yeah um so cool awesome thank you uh and so goat how was your week uh busy yeah. um working working and then i took four days off for thanksgiving and ended up doing vocals with skylar i now know every single syllable two three songs we are making Nice. No. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, John, what'd you do this week? School, man. Too much school. Two of my three finals are this week. They ended today. Very stressful day. Not a good couple of days, but uh, that's it, man. That I managed to squeeze in next to no game time. I'll talk about it later, but I played a couple things, not much. Um, and and Thanksgiving, and that's it, man. It was a really lean, very um, saltine cracker bland kind of week. <laughs> saltine cracker bland? I like bland. saltine crackers, okay? So bland! <laughs> <laughs> and now we play the theme music, and Pony Con Recap. 2015 happens now. I'm going to try and keep this very brief because I could go on for hours. Um, this last weekend was surreal to the point of uh, ecstasy. I mean, it's really the only way I can think of to put it. Without, yes, I know that sounds slightly dirty, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> when um, talking about ponies, yes, yeah. oh, God so, damn! So, now, now you made it bad. So, Charlie, um, let's let's do the let's. I'll do the questioning. Uh-huh. You'll do the answering because you will be here for days, and we'll have another show. Yes. Um, was it everything you dreamed of and two things more? Uh, a multitude of things more. Okay. Um, I, I, I mean, if you really want to get like my full like rundown of things, I wrote a social media post. I, I posted it on, on my Twitter and on my Facebook. It's public. If you really want to know, you can find it. But the Cliff Notes version is that the, the only word that I can use to describe what last weekend was like for me is just overwhelmed. Is you know just overwhelmed with with joy, with appreciation, with gratitude, with 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 respect for just everyone involved, uh, from the guests to all the the volunteers and staff to uh, you know to the attendees to the musicians. Um, you know there there are just so many heroes that, that came out of last weekend that that just uh, you know that you know we the, the con had a few issues, but those issues were big issues. But you know they were not on us; like they were all on our venue, which is unfortunate to say. But you know it ha- what happens happens. Um, but some people managed to step up and just uh, you know bail us out of those issues, and uh, they were all attendees, and they did it with a smile on their face and just with with joy and glee the entire time. The shakeups in Ponyville. If 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 you if you happen if anybody knows you or happens to hear this or if you hear this. 
Uh, I've said it a dozen times. I'm going to say it again here. You guys are my heroes of the weekend. Thank you so much for everything that you did. These, these folks, we had a power outage that delayed our Saturday night concert for two hours. Uh, Shake Ups and Ponyville are a, are a pony-themed band out of Indiana, um, like half covers, half originals. And um, they volunteered. They stepped up while we were having this power issue, while we were solving it, to come and play an acoustic set in the lobby for two hours for our attendees just because they love to do what they do. And that is a rare breed of awesome. That's and cool. um, so, yeah, all the respect in the world to these to these guys. Um but uh, but yeah no aside aside from that I mean it was it was it was surreal it was amazing I mean the number of people just because I'm front and center like I'm you know I'm one of the you know the more public faces of the con because I you know, was at opening and closing ceremonies you know people I was dealing with issues people understood that I was somebody that they could talk to who was like you know quote you know in charge um, you know a lot of people came up to me and just I lost track of the number of people that came up to me and thanked me personally for the weekend that we provided them and I you know it's like I, I understand I'm one part of a team but just being able to just get that appreciation and that joy and that happiness front and center. It was just overwhelming. Um, you know, just to see, you know, like literally from babies to senior citizens, like just with thrill and glee and joy in their faces. Like, I just love everything about this community so much. I just, I can't, I can't help it. I'm sorry. I'm gushing. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's wonderful. No, I'm, I'm happy right for you. I'm happy that all your sleepless nights and, bedhead morning, bedhead, and bedhead, <laughs> yeah, and bedhead you're, afternoons you're getting pretty frazzled there toward the pay, end. Paid off for everything you wanted. You yeah. had very few issues. Yeah, yeah, relatively speaking. Because, um, I mean, it's a live event. We're all from the live world. If there weren't it's hiccups... It's gonna happen. If there weren't hiccups, <laughs> yeah. they would have been weird. Yeah. Um, you get weird. It's like, that, it's like that quiet child or pet. You're like, wait a minute. I got yelled quiet. at. I got yelled because <laughs> it was Saturday morning and uh, you know, I was, we all had radios and like there was just nothing happening on the radio. Like no, There were no problems. And I'm just like... Is my radio working? Like, is everything okay out there? Like, it is, it is suspiciously quiet. Like, I just want to make sure that there are no fires. And, like, everybody's like, no fires here, no fires here, no fires there. And then, like, wow. the other, my other officers, like, came up to me and was like, what did you do? I'm just like, what are you talking about? You just, you just cursed us. You know that, right? And then, of course, the power goes out. And, like, all these other things. I'm just like, this is your fault. I'm like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Charlie, Charlie, so. rule of thumb. If that happens again, uh, yeah. just do radio check. Uh-huh. Okay, it works. Yeah. And move on. <laughs> this has been repeated to me, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So uh, it went so well that um, that uh, I mentioned before and uh, reconfirming that I'll be uh, co-chairing, um, well, vice-chairing, uh, Winnie City PonyCon in April in Chicago. Um, Chicago, Chicago proper's first PonyCon, Schomburg, whatever. Um, there was, a, there was a, a, a pony convention at the Rosemont Convention Center. In, I know, in, uh, in uh, what, what is this? This is uh, in 2012. This is before I was like really into the fandom and paying attention to cons. I had no idea. I'm so mad I was not at that because that's my hometown. Um, but uh, aside from that, since then, this will be Chicago's first, you know, Chicago Land's first proper pony convention. So uh, that'll be exciting. Uh, we just announced Andrea Libman, the voice of uh, Pinkie Pie and uh, and Fluttershy. And we've already announced John Delancey, uh, who you might know as Q from Star Trek Next Generation, who also voices Discord from the show. And uh, it's going to be good times. Um uh, two months after that, I once again am doing PR for MLP MSP up in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And I've also been asked to come and uh, run the autograph room for uh, Everfree Northwest uh, out in Seattle in May. So that's going to be three months in a row where I am having a pony convention where uh, I will be in absentia for the show. And so we're going to we're going to we're going to fix we're, we're going to address those technical hiccups. Yes. Yes. And we're uh, going to uh, yeah. we're going to train those chipmunks. <laughs> nice knowing you, man. We'll see you sometime next year. Um, but, uh, but no, between now and April, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm here, I'm good to go all, all set. But, um, once again, just, just unreal, just absolutely unreal how amazing oh. last weekend was. Um, so thank you again to anybody who was involved, who happens to hear my voice saying this, <sighs> but, uh, but yeah, um, 
So before we get into what we've been playing, um, here are releases for the coming week. On Surely there's got to be something left. Uh, there is, as a matter of fact, Ooh. most notably Tuesday, December 1st, Just Cause 3 is oh, wow. uh, coming oh, out for okay. the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. That snuck up. Uh, it did. Uh, Tom and uh, as well, Tom Classy's Rainbow Six Siege on the PS4 and the Xbox <laughs> One and the PC. <laughs> And uh, Kung Fu Panda uh, Showdown <laughs> of Legend uh, Showdown of Legendary Legends. I, that is not me stuttering. Um, like ten years late. Like. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was not even oh, a relevant well, brand anymore. Yeah. I don't think Kung Fu Panda threes on the coming way. out. Oh, okay. They just yeah, wrapped on go. it. Gotcha. Because we need more. Yes, yes uh, we do. Good job, Jack Black. Uh, and um, uh, coming out on PS3, uh, PS, uh, excuse me, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and the 3DS. Uh, Chivalry: Medieval Warfare on the PS4. I'm glad um, to see that made it to yeah, to PS4 one. because that was like a little uh, like yes. little like indie project that started out on Steam on the PC and it's Is now this made that it to like, like every fucking play. It's like a first person hack yeah. and slash like medieval game. It's really it's fun. fun. Yeah, cool. it's absurd. And it proves that Chivalry's not dead. Jesus uh, Christ! Really? <laughs> Too of, early. You know, one of the things that came out of last weekend is it became clear to me that I need to have a pun counter. No, and, yes. um, no, no, yes. to punish no. people for their puns. You It'll be a punisher. Them. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was glaring at you. <laughs> oh, you knew that was coming. A pun. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I'm dead. The worst. Well, moving on from that. Um, <laughs> Darius Burst Chronicle Save Yours on the PS4 and the Vita. Uh, Handball 16 uh, on the PS4 and the PS3 and the Vita. Finally. And, and really? Yeah, I mean, it's been too long since 15. <laughs> I'm guessing a year. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an EA title? Uh, and, uh, and The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing uh, coming out on the Xbox One, which apparently is going to be a Games with Gold title. Uh, thank is you. Is it like tied yeah. into the, um, like that shitty movie from 2004? Or is it no, like no. Oh, it's, it's a separate oh, thing. There's one. been a bunch of, for some reason, like Frankenstein movies. Lots of whole, like, like yeah. Van Helsing properties. Yeah. Different yeah. people yeah. developing them. Well, that sucks. <sighs> it does kind of suck because none of them have been particularly good. No. Thursday, December third, Darius Burst Chronicle Saviors is coming to the PC, and Dragon Quest Heroes also coming to the PC. Friday, December fourth, Xenoblade Chronicles X coming to the Wii. U. That's actually a pretty big release. It's yeah. like one of the only things mm-hmm. coming out for the Wii U that, that anybody. Like it is. It is related a, to Xeno Gears. It is. It's in the Xeno. It's in the Xeno world. Verse, I guess. You okay. Could say. Yeah. <laughs> so confusing. Not directly related. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and that's it. Are uh, you guys looking for anything on this list? I mean, Just Cause 3 should be fun. Just Cause 3 should be fun, yeah. and I would like to play Xenogear, or Xenosaga. I'm looking forward Xenoblade. to next Xenoblade. Xenoblade. <laughs> 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 Clearly, <laughs> you're looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, all right. Um, so, uh, as far as what we've been playing, I'll be quick. Um, um, <laughs> Pony uh, Vice Chair. So, yeah. The game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Con Simulator 2016. Yes. Um, so, um, the uh, aside from a couple random pony themed like homebrew games that I played up in the, our gaming room up there, because of course, um, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I haven't said in a while. Um, uh, I played uh, Sunset Overdrive. Oh, and the reason that I did this brought is, it back. Yes, yeah, I had to bring it back. Um, the reason that I did this is because uh, I have been keeping the game on my hard drive because uh, you might remember from many, many, many episodes ago, I mentioned I think around my birthday, I think is when Ryan. it was, uh, Mr. Ryan on um, yeah. uh, gifted me 
you know, the season pass. And so um, I just, I've, it's been sitting on my drive so I could play the season pass. I said, you know, I should actually probably play that. And so, uh, yeah, loaded it up and um, played through one of the three DLC missions. Uh, so much fun. So, so ridiculous. It did so many memories. Even, that. I mean, yes, but I mean, even this DLC level, this is the one where you're, you're infiltrating the robotics factory to mm-hmm. shut down the robots that it's still producing. Uh, this is, you know, the, the storyline takes place after the conclusion of the main story. And, um, but uh, the, uh, the, 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 the physical company is still pumping out those robots. And so yeah. you have to go and shut them down. Um, it is even more fourth wall breaking than any of the rest of the game. Awesome. Um, your character is literally shouting commands at your Xbox one. <laughs> Not even kidding. <laughs> does the, does your fucking connect pick them up? No, that uh, would be awesome. was, they weren't real commands. They were like, like Xbox, like send me a rocket launcher. Like it's, 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 it's hard to explain like without, yeah, but it's, it's, it's so well done. So, awesome. um, uh, if you played Sun- Sunset Overdrive and for whatever reason have been avoiding the DLC like me, uh, fix that and go play it. Uh, now it was this is the part where we're going to erase the uh, it's been this many days since uh, mention of Sunset Overdrive, yeah. you know, in pencil yeah. zero. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I played through one of those and I've got the two more missions to finish. So I'm going to work on those so I can uh, uh, put the game behind me and move on to bigger, better things to clear up that space in my hard drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been it for me. Um, John, how about you? Uh, Mad Max. I went back to Mad Max. I'm I'm trying to get through Charlie's copy of Tomb Raider to give it back to him. But I uh, oh, I yeah. checked out Mad Max from the library, <laughs> fucking like a fucking nerd. And uh, I've been There's playing nothing wrong that. with the library, no, no, sir. No, that library has saved me a small fortune. I've been reading mm-hmm. trade paperbacks and graphic novels. I've been re- checking out Blu-ray movies. I've been I've tons of games. Um, I also rechecked out um, Saints Row Four: Get Out of Hell because I started it and I didn't finish it. Um, and I intend to finish that because it's really short. Uh, I did play a small amount of Tomb Raider. I played a small amount of Elite Dangerous, a small amount of Star Trek Online, and a small amount of um, uh, Space Engineers. If you remember, I talked about that earlier in the year. It's like a space planet. They put planetary landings into that game. So any planet you see floating around in space, you can land on it in real time, just like they've been advertising in uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, And they're about to put it into... Um, uh, Elite Dangerous. I showed you that mm-hmm. game earlier. They're putting that in. They're putting voice commands in so you can operate your ship with voice commands. Oh, like nice. They're putting all kinds of great support in for that game. Cool. Um, I played those um, like literally 15 minutes of each of those, but uh, mostly Mad Max this week. I'm just chipping through it and trying to get done. I'm about halfway finished with it. So that was it. Go. Let's see. What did I do? Follow for. End of list. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds about right. Between my busy whirlwind schedule and all that, I, I didn't get as much time as I would like to have gotten into it in, but I've gotten enough. I found another fusion cell, so power armor's back up and running. Woo! That really picked up the speed. I can actually go, like, kill people now without them killing me first. That's counterproductive. Mm. Uh, so I'm kind of going through that. I'm uh, I'm dropkick Murphy's right now. I'm shipping up to Boston. So <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. I mean, I didn't play a lot of it. Um, I, I, I'm moving at a glacier pace. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a level seven, and it's been out for almost a month. So <laughs> I have friends who are in the high or low 30s right now. High I, 30s. I'm a level zero, so... Well, I have your copy. Your, yeah, so. <laughs> Charlie bought Fallout and Tomb Raider, and he gave Fallout to Goat and Tomb Raider to me to play because he's, he's too busy to fuck with either of them right now. Well, that and, he, That's true. That and he, you said you wanted to finish Phantom Pain while it was still fresh in your head. Yeah, yeah Phantom Pain, and then... Um, yeah, yeah, other things. 
man, I don't know what the fuck even possessed me. He was just like, you could play Tomb Raider. We talk about it. I was just like, yeah. They're like, do you have time to do that? I was like, of course I do. And then, <laughs> I played like four hours of it and not touched a doll. I'll like, take it off your I bet you will. <laughs> now I'll finish it in a day. Um, speaking of, uh, what, what, my brother, what have you been playing? Oh, no, um, don't let him. He'll just go on for hours. September 1st on midnight. <laughs> <laughs> in a cold dark room in a cold dark room downstairs <laughs> I cracked a soda took a painkiller and, and I settled into my chair and listened to the man who sold the world start and I never came back <laughs> I'm still playing it right now in my mind actually <laughs> as we speak I'm currently plotting an FOB infiltration <laughs> Yeah. Every time he so, sees a shipping container in a movie, he thinks that he can go grab can it and put it through it. a wormhole. <laughs> right. And I can use that to build a new FOB uh, strut. And that's what I've been doing for 304 hours now. Good Lord, man. <laughs> At only 96%. Um, you, you still haven't told the, the people out there who may not know what the fuck you're talking about what it is. Tell the people. Oh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Yeah. <laughs> The um, Phantom Social Life. The Phantom, uh, yeah, the Phantom Act. Album. Uh, yeah. So I had to put out a post that said, I'm sorry, everybody. Murder in the Art will be delayed because I'm playing Metal Gear. <laughs> and, did, you actually, did you actually put that post out? No. <laughs> but now it's out there. But yeah. now it's out there. Now you know the truth. No, I, you know, yeah, it just, it ate my soul. Um is still eating. And I kind mm-hmm. of step away to try uh, whatever new Arkham Knight DLC drops because I got the season pass. And then I go right back to Metal Gear. I started Fallout 4. I walked away with some power armor and then I turned it off and went right back to Metal Gear. <laughs> and I never came back. So that's that's it. That's what I've been what, doing. What, what, the Arkham <laughs> DLC. They just put the... Mm-hmm. The they did a big ben update. Affleck Batman. Yeah, scene they did yeah. Dawn oh, okay. of Justice Batsuit. The the in the latest update they did the Dawn of Justice Batsuit, the Dawn of Justice Batmobile. Uh, they did two new, well, technically four new race tracks, um, two new uh, story updates, uh, one for Robin, one for Catwoman, that were actually both really cool. Um, I actually really liked those a lot. Uh, they did. Man, they gave uh, they put in the original Tim Drake Robin suit uh, from ninety eighty nine. They put in uh, ro- uh, two new Batmobile skins. Uh, Just some... a bunch of fanboy. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, How, how's the awesome? How's the the, the Affleck bat suit and Batmobile look? Oh, good, inc- perfect. It looks per- it's like picture picture perfect. It's Great. awesome, and they handle differently. That's what I like about the Batmobiles that they put into the game. It's not just a skin. No, they right. handle, every single one of them handles completely different. Cool. And when you do the same race course with it with the different Batmobiles, you feel the difference every time you go to turn or drift or anything. Even the thrusters are very different, you know? So it's pretty interesting. I like it. Um, and everybody goes has been going crazy about, oh, DLC is not up to par, and I, I, I don't see it. Personally, it's but, a lot of lot of content. See, I'm. I think my problem is that um, I'm. I'm big on the story DLC. I'm not. Right. I don't get into the challenges, and yeah, which I know see, you are big. So that's what a lot of it is of challenge it is. centric, right? Like it's I, almost all challenge maps, right. really. And the thing is, I'm glad that they finally fixed it. 
because that was my one of my biggest complaints was that you know that's like if the game is twenty five hours, the challenge maps are another twenty five or thirty hours of new content and playability. Mm-hmm. And if you break down what the game is, really the entire game is broken into three parts: traveling, mm-hmm. predator, and combat. Right. And if you take the traveling out of it, you still have an entirely separate game of Predator and Combat. That's true. That's like honestly intense in brand new maps with brand new enemies. Uh the the challenges that they had in the game before the updates, those were just maps from the game with enemies from the game. Right. Since then they've put in a bunch of new challenges with new characters, new maps, new everything, you know. And the Arkham episodes that people complain about a lot. That's really short. It's really short. All those are, honestly, and I think people kind of miss the point of them, all those are are the campaign challenges from the original games, just with dialogue and story. Like, if you look at the way those are broken up, they are a challenge campaign. Uh, They did a prototype of this in Arkham Origins when you played as Bruce Wayne, Mm -hmm. where they had the five challenge maps that were put together with cutscenes, and that told a story. Yeah, That's exactly what these are. It's like a... A predator encounter, a combat encounter, a predator encounter, challenge map, you know? Uh, so sure. people kind of, I think, looked at them as if they were going to be these big two or three hour expansions. Well, they may have been marketed as such. Yeah, I don't know what they were marketed I don't as, know. I, I feel like people got that impression. That was my impression, yeah. I do have to say. Um, so, I mean, like, so I, I'm also a season pass holder, and so I played sure. I played the Harley one, I played the Red Hood one, oh, and I, yeah. play, and I like played... Girl. Uh, and, and so, girl, yeah. so yeah, the Harley and the Red Hood were were very were very short and like not really anything to them to me. Yeah, they were like um, fifteen minutes. They were yeah, they it's were, like blew yeah. through them if you knew what you were doing. Um, the Batgirl one I loved. Yeah, it was absolutely really loved cool. the Batgirl one, especially with like the optional stuff, like like finding that 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 uh, that uh, solving that puzzle with like you know, yeah, play, playing the games cool. and everything. That was yeah. really cool. Yep. Um, you you found Starro, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so that was really cool. But I haven't played. I've I haven't put the disc back in to see what's come out since then. Uh, unlike an yeah. episode story focus kind of a pretty thing. much every character has gotten one yeah okay Nightwing, cool. robin okay, uh, okay catwoman and you know they're not as long as the batgirl one that one had a lot of work put into it okay and what i liked about the batgirl uh episode was that it had a lot of uh open world mm-hmm. maneuverability yeah, yeah, yeah these are not like that okay. they're back to kind of the challenge mode but i will say they're longer okay they're more detailed they're better thought out is everything out now uh no. Oh okay. Still more next month. I know they're doing a uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises costume. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. They're putting in a, a Christian Bale bat suit, sure, and they're nice. doing because uh, I know they put the tumbler in, but they didn't give you the costume, which was kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Probably had a hard time securing that portion of rights for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe so. Um, they, I know that they're doing that, and I think another uh, challenge pack with another five or six maps and like different stuff for Batmobile. And they're doing four or five new villains hmm. in the main story. So you'll be able to go back into the story and oh. it will do, it's called Season of Infamy and it has, uh, it's an expansion to the game. Oh, the good. Game. So th- that's going to be the big one. That's, it sounds like. I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. I honestly don't know anything about it. I mean, they, they've done stuff like that in the past okay. in the other games and they were, you know, maybe 30 minutes a, a villain or something sure. so there's a good chance it'll be a two or three hour update i'm fine with that yeah, yeah. Cool. it's pretty cool I'm, I'm looking forward to it you know have you played anything else 
No, primarily every time I think I'm done with Metal Gear. Not that that wasn't enough, Goat. Right. When he said six hundred hours between Batman and Metal Gear. What What did you think of the small amount of Fallout you played? Uh, yeah, you know, I liked it. I mean, I I love Fallout. Like, I I thought that I heard Fallout it's largely 3, more of the same. Like, it's pretty much just yeah. Like, you know, I felt like Fallout New Vegas and Fallout Three were two of the best games of the last console generation. Mm-hmm. Where I walked away saying. And it was unexpected. Actually, I heard about it from John, hmm. who was like, you loved Morrowind and, yeah. you know, Oblivion. Yeah. You got to play this. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and I picked it up and tried it and was like, holy yeah. shit. Yes. What it, I, it, if, if, yeah, if you like the Elder Scrolls games, I mean, follows yeah. like right up your alley. It followed that ideology that I love in games, which is you should be able to do anything you think you can. Mm-hmm. If you think you can do it, you should be able to do it, you know, which is why I love Batman, which is why I love Metal Gear, uh, because everything I should be able to do as Batman, I can. If you I really know. want to kill that main character, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, if I want to, you know, uh, throw <laughs> magazine clips at one guy <laughs> and make it bounce off his head and bounce off the next guy's in Metal Gear on my mother base, I can do that. You know, <laughs> hey, boss, salute you. You punch him. Thank you, boss. <laughs> Thanks for that. Okay. You know, put him in a stranglehold and like joke to the point of losing oxygen. Appreciate that. Thanks, man. That's great. I don't care who you are, boss. You're the best. Like, I think... You know, I think the best part of it is actually, uh, I think I've spent about 15 hours literally just finding new ways to torture my own men. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that sounds right. When we were kids, we used to play, it's like we were going back to N64, we would play um, uh, Shadow of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, Nick and I have always had this dichotomy of, of how we play things in, re- in regards to one another, like... I would be doing the super straight and narrow, like, try to be the super good guy guy and, like, the skyhook battle at the end. Mm-hmm. I just remember this one time. We're sitting there playing, and I'm, I'm shooting TIE fighters out of the sky, and then Nick takes a turn, and he's playing, and he starts shooting all the X-Wing fighters. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're killing our people. You're killing the, the fucking good guys. And he's just like, shut up. <laughs> They're not needed. Yeah. Well, I was like, you know, like, I want to see what happens. What happens. Yeah. Like... It's are there like repercussions there, in the game. Right. Like, are they gonna? I mean, is there's this, and especially as a kid, I'm like, is there's there's this whole other story that's gonna open up? Then like, yeah. I get to join the empire. Oh no, okay. <laughs> but I like that idea, you know. And yeah. that goes back to like, what happens when I go rogue? Do you, right. Have you you should be able to do what you want. Right. Exactly. Let me go off the rails. <laughs> it was like the very first time I was ever loaded into an online game, like a map based online fight game, which had like a lobby with like eight versus eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. John bought Medal of Honor on PC mm. back in like 2002 and we had just gotten high speed internet. It was a brand new thing. We were like, whoa, we can like do stuff and it's not, you know, on a phone line. <laughs> and like, I remember two things. I remember getting shot at and being like, whoa, somebody's actually shooting at me. And then I remember taking my weapons off and running across the wall with my bare fist punching it. And it was just like, and guys were like, what are you doing? And I was just like, <laughs> so it was just one soldier just running, punching walls, and everyone was like, "Why? Why are you doing this?" And I was just like, "I don't know." Like, I mean, like Nick was, is the variable. That's, that's the <laughs> takeaway from the X factor. Yeah. That's right. The anomaly was, in every like game, the right? idea that there was this one soldier in World War II that just lost his shit, and just started punching walls. I'm pretty sure that that's called <laughs> Wolfenstein. I think the name of that game is. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so, like, I don't know, I like I like to test variables. It's like, well, what'll happen if I do this or that, you know? And what I love about Metal Gear as a series, and, always ha- and I always have, is that sometimes you do something and you're not expecting a reaction and you're like, oh, well, I guess he thought of that. 
I guess I can wear that alligator hat <laughs> through the entire game, and if I crawl, the dogs won't notice me because they'll think I'm an alligator. You know, like what a mad genius! I love it. <sighs> Thank you, Hideo. Um, Annalise, have you played anything recently? Uh, I actually just last night finally finished Devil May Cry. Um, Which DMC. One? Oh, yeah. Okay. I really, really enjoyed Isn't it. So good. Oh, so good. Yeah. Just beautiful visually. That was probably my favorite. I part can hear the fucking Brian Lesser over there, <laughs> raspberrying on the other side <laughs> of the universe in the future. And you know what, Brian? Um, it's a fucking good game. It is say. a fucking good game. Yeah, I was very skeptical when I was first seeing seeing the trailers for it and everything. You know, there was Nick big... is the biggest detractor when he first. He was just yeah. like, "This is, looks like yeah, shit." Yeah. Well, yeah, we watched the trailers <laughs> yeah, yeah. together for it, and we were like, "Who's that?" And Nick's no. a, Nick's a no, lifelong Devil May Cry what? fan. Uh, gross. From like day one, yeah. and he loved it. Yeah, I rented Devil so May good. Cry from Blockbuster in two thousand one, and I played through it in October. It was like you know, it was like my Halloween month game. Where I wanted to unlock and do everything in 2001. Uh, yeah. For some reason, I'm like, you just played it this October. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no, back wow. in 2001. Thank God, Blockbuster no. went out of business. You didn't pay that late fee. I was like, do those even exist yeah. anymore? You're like, like I'm not bringing it back. It's mine. <laughs> they, they do in Mexico. Yeah, no. uh, yeah we talked about that. Where no. you can get the exclusive well, exclusive amiibo yeah. at the in Blockbuster Mexico. in Mexico. Yeah. That's Blockbuster. It. Man, did you guys see that South Park episode with the Blockbusters? Where it yes. was like they was like the Shining, and they were all like like uh, uh, who was it? I think Stan's dad bought a blockbuster, yeah. yes, and they're like yes, nobody oh was God. going. I love that so much. I totally did because I remember talking about that years ago. We were like, this is going to be this going to yeah. be gone soon. Have you seen Weekend at Bernie's? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting weird. It's getting creepy. It's like to that place now where I'm like able to talk to my niece and be like, oh yeah, we used to go to a store. And yep. have to take videos. Home. I have those same <laughs> conversations with my other niece. With oh, it's so yeah. creepy. Aside from Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to get back to it, but I've been playing Thief, the remake. Hmm. How did um, you like that? I actually, I know it got some hate, but I'm enjoying it. Okay. Uh, it but it seems a lot like Dishonored, okay. um, which I played uh, like a year ago. Um, which I'm also fine with because I enjoyed that game, but it seems like a lot of the same stuff. Very similar character, very similar design, very similar environment. Um, but I, I haven't played, I played the original really, really long time ago. So it was very exciting for me to be like, Oh, yay. Thief again. (laughs) Oh, I played this when I was playing Tomb Raider one. Um, but the different uh, arrow types that you can use and that sort of thing are fun, but I don't actually use them too much. Um, but I like the climbing claw, uh, and it, yeah, I haven't I haven't picked it up in a few months, but I'm enjoying it. It's just one of those things that I don't feel the need to barrel through. I can just mm. come back to because the storyline for me isn't terribly engaging because it just seems kind of generic, but. Yeah. I like assassinating people in games, so it's totally <laughs> I fine I like with the me. murder. <laughs> yes, yes. seems like the general consensus, which I think is kind of paraphrasing what you just said, is that there are some very nice ideas and just a very vanilla wrapper. Yeah. We will yeah. all be able to find out pretty soon because it is going to be Games with Gold in December. Aha. No. All right, then. So yeah. you, too, can find out for free just how bland Thief is. Why, <laughs> why it is already Games for Gold. That's right. All right. Which is weird though, because I just that she brought that up, and it they really messed with my head because Definitive Tomb Raider New Edition came out the same month that Thief the remake came out mm. again. 
Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Before so. we uh, before we move on to news, I want to I want to point out that uh, Charlie and I got spoiled like a motherfucker by Goat Man. He went like like Goat, whose heart is two sizes too small. Four. Four. Excuse me. Four, and, four. And, and and buried in obsidian. That's right. Um, <laughs> saw fit at least thinks enough of Charlie and I to get up early on Black fucking Friday. Something I'm sure he loathes. He's probably one of the like spearhead. No, no, I love Black Friday. Because I love going to like Walmart and figuring out what toy it is and grabbing it and going, I don't have kids, eat a dick, and run away. How goatly of you. And then I wait in the parking lot and I'm like, 650 bucks, you can be the best parent you ever wanted yeah. to be. <laughs> Cost me twenty nine ninety. the American way. <laughs> Let's do this um, in costumes. He, yeah. Yeah. That's the villain racket. Yeah. Um, well, I don't mind Black Friday because it's just like a concert. He went, <laughs> he went out of his way to get up. What time were you there? Uh, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. To do the the GameStop doorbuster, and See, picked up a, a copy of Mad Max for Charlie and I, and got an, uh, like bonus gifts that came yes. with it. So. Like a little car because it was a GameStop exclusive. You got a little interceptor, Hot Wheels. Yeah. It's so fucking how, cool. How much so cheaper cute. was it? Thirty what? bucks with the car. That's, That's good. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Really good. Nice. Yeah. How much? So is, it was worth how it? much is it? The Sixty game? normally 60 without the car. Bucks? Oh wow! Wow. So without you the car. Like half yeah. off because yeah. you and John, I'm going to take your balloon a little bit because it's Friday and I work days, so I'm up at four in the morning normally. Oh, so it's okay. really so not he's my realm. He's got to do something to try and make himself like a fucking heartless animal. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not. You did a good thing. Okay, shut up. You're living a lie, goat. No, no, I went on purpose. The guy, the guy at the store was great though because I'm like, I need Mad Max the car. He's like, okay. I'm like, I need three of them. He's like, okay, three. I'm like. Yeah, three. He's like, all right. I'm like, the guy can't buy three of the same damn game? What the hell? <laughs> um, I'd like to point out three things I'm just now noticing. I'm currently looking at my little uh, my little exclusive collectible vehicle from Mad Max. First of all, the, the toy itself is rated 17+. plus. <laughs> um, it's choke, choke hazards. Second of all, going along with that theme, I appreciate that it is very clearly labeled adult collectible, not a toy. Oh. Um, so, kids, keep your grubby mitts off. And uh, three, I'm noticing that it was apparently uh, made or manufactured by MadeToOrder.com. So I'm now wondering oh. what these people are capable of making. Yeah. In, 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 in quantity, I'm sure. Yes. But... Um, um, we we may have to do a Gamerhead Radio Kickstarter to have a run of Dick Trains manufacturing. Oh my yes. God! <laughs> just a thought. Keep giving. <laughs> just a thought. Because um, the the Dick Train that Michelle has maybe has disintegrated into just a, a pile. It's just of a pe- pile of dicks. <laughs> pile of dick wheels. <laughs> a, a, a a pile of peni. Um, so. <laughs> and a gaggle of, of wheels. Oh. oh my God. So yes, yes, that that John has pulled the curtain off on. I I do like these guys enough to shut them up for a year. Excellent, <laughs> goat's yearly dose of kindness. Well, my thing was one. I know me and John are all into the the, the Mad Max world, and Charlie's he's he's there ish. Well, I he, will be as soon as he, I watch the damn movie. Yeah, he's just, oh, he's yeah. a, he's a, he's in Mad Maxy as I am ponies. God, I watch that fucking movie. I know, so good. I know. It's actually one of the I think one of my favorite movies that came out this so, year. I, I know. And neither of them have a copy of the game, and it came with a car. I was like, well, I'm going to get my copy. Why wouldn't I get these guys a copy? That's yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. And so, thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for proving that underneath your um your 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 uh, prickly exterior, there is a heart of a human somewhere underneath there. I also want it noted that they're all lying in a bed together. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. Look, that's the thing that you guys don't bed. see. Cuddling. We snuggle. They're on, just spooning. On the you know, every week just is like snuggling. completely spooning. Who's in the middle? I'll let you decide. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. Yeah. 
All I gotta say is someone needs to shave their legs, and it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to fucking news, man. So, uh, there's this thing we usually say, and I usually butcher it, and this is uh, no exception. Uh, something about the industry and what they did, or we're gonna do, and... <laughs> Wait, no, we did something with the industry, and now they're going to do something with it. So here comes the news. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, coming in at number five, original Xbox games on the Xbox One. Nothing is impossible, says engineering lead. Microsoft's main focus is on releasing more Xbox 360 games through backwards compatibility and isn't really looking at doing the same for original Xbox games just yet, but Microsoft has reiterated comments made earlier about the possibility of making Xbox One backwards compatible with original Xbox games, similar to how it now does with the Xbox 360 games. Xbox engineering lead Mikey Barra said it took years of work to get to achieve this for Xbox 360 games, quoted as saying, we're not looking at original Xbox games on Xbox One yet. Um, but he did say that uh, right now the focus is making more Xbox 360 games work. Certainly very challenging for them, but uh, getting Xbox 360 games to work was incredibly difficult. It took many years, as they said, a lot of money, and they said it was very uh, um, strenuous for their programming team. And it was not, They basically had to reverse engineer the 360 and then find a way to cram it in software form, a system that's not that old. Typically when, when emulation software is designed, it's... 10, 12, 15 years, you know, after a console is in use and it doesn't take up much space. But they said it was really hard to, to fit a system that was as robust as the 360 onto current uh, console system. He said going all the way back to the original, uh, the original would certainly be a challenge for the team. And he said nothing's impossible, though, and the Xbox team enjoys taking on challenges and would love to go for it if it's ever possible. So, um, you know, for, for us Xbox folk, um, that's not a bad thing at all. Silver lining for uh, everybody listening at home. My brother is a PlayStation person, and um, <laughs> he's, yep. he's always been a PlayStation person. And he's—I mean—he borrowed my 360 a few times to play some things, um, but he's always been a PlayStation guy. And they are now going to be doing some—it's a form of backwards compatibility with the PlayStation coming up too. They—they they kind of technically already did implement it, but it's—you still kind of have to pay for those games again. Right. You can't just pop the discs in hmm. like you would want to. You know? So maybe maybe they'll they may get it to a place where it's it's on par with what they're doing on the Xbox One, where you can just pop your disc in mm-hmm. and play it like you used to be able to. But I think that's Sony's at the beginning of doing that now. So it's uh, it's coming, PlayStation fans. It, it'll be uh, it'll be rolling down the pipeline here shortly. That's so good. keep your fingers crossed. I, f- I feel like that they were sent into a bit of a panic when when microsoft announced the backwards the backwards compatibility on the xbox one it's totally unexpected because, nobody expected. yeah nobody nobody expects the spanish inquisition or <laughs> yeah, backwards right. compatibility on xbox one mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh you know so it's uh, i remember they congratulated i remember they, they like tweeted out or whatever they posted like congratulations microsoft on getting x you know the, you know is, is that big of a deal that they that they yeah, needed yeah. to like address it even sony said that it was not like what they did was would not have been easy for anybody yeah and um, I feel like that figuring out the 360 backwards compatibility in Xbox One would be harder than the original Xbox because I feel like half the work now is done. Like running an emulator at all on the uh, on the uh, on the Xbox One has been solved, and so you know they've already kind of done you know whatever whatever means it was that they used to get Xbox original Xbox games to play on the 360. They kind of have that in their back pocket. So I mean, like they might just be able to 
take that and just get that to work in the 360 emulator. Maybe it's going to be an emulator in an emulator. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, um, I, I, f- I feel like 50% of the work is already done here. So it just, mm. it, I'm sure it, I'm sure more than anything else, it's a matter of them figuring out if it's going to be profitable. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I mean, uh, for Sony, they're trying to make it profitable, whereas Microsoft is just doing the emulation period. So I don't know if they're going to change that up. See, I'm confused on the Sony side because the PS3 went all the way back to PS1. Mm-hmm. So they've done this mm-hmm. last right. gen. Yeah, so did. why can't they just tack the PS that PS3 into the PS4 and just, there you go, everything's all there. Like, they're making it sound like it's a huge ordeal. And I'm like, See, we done say that because we, we <clears throat> were part of a time in gaming where backwards compatibility was not only common, it was expected. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And now we've True. moved just far enough beyond the edge of that point with kids coming up now and people who are in their early 20s that they don't know anything outside of the microtransaction bubble. You yeah. know what I mean? And so for <laughs> them... Oh, yeah. Sony sits on this thing of going, oh, like we have this whole like group of people who grew up playing games that expects us to give up, to not charge them for shit they've already purchased, mm. and then we've got this whole other generation of people that never who, bought them. Well, who'll fucking pay for it because yeah. that's what they expect. Well, they never bought them. So from with. a business perspective, it makes sense for Sony to exploit that and charge everybody for something they already paid. It makes sense for Microsoft to do it, and they yeah. have been doing it up till just recently. All right, Sony, what you do is you put all the backwards compatibility on the Vita. Yes. <laughs> because then you'll sell more units. That's yep. sadly probably true. <laughs> like, oh, I want to play all my old PS1 games. Got to buy a Vita. <laughs> That's actually uh, it is backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. See, and a lot I do of the play to the to the PSP games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PSP and PS1. Yeah. Oh, well, wow, I okay. play most, P- there most we go. of my PS1 games. I play on Vita. Yeah, I was playing Final Fantasy VII yep. on his Vita mm. just recently. Final Fantasy VII, VIII, IX, Resident Evil, on iOS games. You can buy Final yeah. Fantasy VII on your yeah, iPhone. Yeah, I've got it on my phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. It's insane, man. Yeah, the one thing I don't know about the backwards compatibility about the the old titles that are on the current PlayStation platforms, I don't know if there's emulation happening there or if they just completely recompiled them okay. for the current yeah. console because mm-hmm. that's that those are two totally different, different. conversations there. Yeah. Right. You know what they're doing with the 360 is is actual emulation. There there's a there is a there is a pretend. 360 running on your Xbox One that's making all that happen. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so it's, it's, that's why uh, from a game level, all a developer has to do is say, yeah, go ahead and make our game backwards compatibility. Microsoft basically just flicks a switch. It's basically zero effort and then it just works. Um, aside from, aside from original Connect games are the only thing there because that, right. that, that, that's a, that's a, there's a big hardware disparity. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, pl- yeah, with PlayStation, I don't know how yeah. those old titles are running if they're being mm-hmm. emulated or if they're just, they just recompiled. Right. I, I think for most people, they don't. I don't care. No, it's very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I agree. Like, uh, I know for PS three, there was a, a while, like I had a very first gen PS three. Me too. 60 gig. Right. Yep. Me too. Where it had like the actual chipsets in them. Mm -hmm. So they would play pretty much anything. And then they did emulation later and there were a lot of things that just wouldn't play. Yeah. I had an emulation unit and Mm -hmm. I was pretty dismayed that I couldn't play half of what I owned on it. It was a bummer. Dismay. That's such a strong word. Like, let's start a support group. For, <laughs> I was dismayed. Uh, <laughs> like for uh, non-backwards compatible, we should start that online and see who who bites, and we should read everything. They support post. group. <laughs> yeah, a, P- a, a, a non-emulation. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Let's do that, please. 
Coming in at number four, a far more robust and interesting conversation about uh, the canceled uh, stateside canceled Dead or Alive game than we anticipated. So we're going to go ahead and uh, kind of move that to the future and talk about that a little bit more coming up. So let's go ahead and move on to number three. Uh, official PlayStation 4 Remote Play app is coming to Mac and PC. PS4 Remote Play is currently officially supported on Vita, select smartphones, and PlayStation TV, but an unofficial app went on sale this week, showing it's perfectly possible on PC too. Now that an independent developer has managed it and the Xbox One supports streaming to Windows 10, PS4 owners have naturally asked Sony a few pointed questions as to why the console is missing uh, this particular feature. Well, it's not going to be missing forever, according to Worldwide Studios boss Shuei Yoshida. An app is on the way for both Mac and PC. Um, a lot of people are anticipating this as a response to somebody else, <laughs> like an, an independent developer putting out an app that makes it possible and then selling it. <laughs> And then PlayStation going, oh, fuck, uh, we can do it. We just didn't want to do it, but we're going to do it now. Um, this is good news for you, because even yeah. though you play it on your, your, your Vita, it would certainly be nice to have your Alienware laptop right. you know, when, yeah. we're, when we're out at conventions yeah. in the room. Oh, yeah. You could just oh, play yeah, Metal yeah. Gear right there in the fucking room. I'm never, I'm not, I, he does that on the Vita over. anyway. Yeah. He does it on the Vita, but come on. Yeah, but yeah. Then I'd rather can play it on that. Yeah, I was at a show. I, we, were at a con, we were at Metacon, and You're I was Metacon. playing it in the room. The I was just sitting there connected to the internet, just on the Vita. I have ever seen my brother just sit there in the hotel between shows and just play <laughs> I was like, Metal Gear. I can't come down. Snake needs me. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, he just said, I need to go back to Mother Base. I need to go back to Mother Base. That was it. And, and so then I never worked again. I almost um, wonder if um is that is I haven't looked is that app still on sale I almost wonder if Sony just bought it no that app like, is still on sale oh. um I don't know whether or not this fellow is going to be able because they don't extrapolate on mm-hmm. that in the story I don't know whether or not this gentleman is even legally able to do what he's doing we'll um, find out soon enough well if what what probably happened is okay so whenever you have a mm-hmm. situation like this where you have applications talking to each other and mm-hmm. in the case where it's the Vita talking to the PS4 they are applications running and each talking to each other there's something called APIs uh, application mm-hmm. programming interfaces I think is what that acronym is for um, in the case in these kinds of cases those APIs are what they call unpublished which means that they don't tell anybody how they work or what they do or how you talk to them and and how you write the code to get them to do what they do so. When you run into situations like this, where the same kind of thing happened, where somebody basically reverse engineered AirPlay, which you find on like iPhones and iPods to get, mm-hmm. you know, to beam your audio to other pieces of equipment. Somebody reverse engineered AirPlay, uh, managed to figure out the encryption key that they were using. And basically then once that information was known, AirPlay was broken open and, you know, they publish it. So anybody can do whatever they want with it. So I have to imagine that this case is similar. And this guy just basically re, re, reverse engineered how the remote play on the PS4 works. You know, basically doing like packet captures and things like mm-hmm. that, just watching the communication between a Vita and a PS4 and just, just figured it out and wrote all of his own code. So as long as what he is selling does not contain proprietary Sony technology, mm-hmm. he should be fine. Fair enough. Um, which, I mean, if they're going to implement this as a free feature, which I, I, you know, they haven't discussed any sort of a price point, but yeah. I, they would behoove them to do this since mm-hmm. it's free if you own a Vita. Sure. Um, and it's free if you're on an Xbox One, you can just stream to Windows 10 for free. Like, it behooves them to do it for free. And It'd be weird if they made it, if they put a cost on yeah, it, I think. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they put a cost on it, would you be willing to buy it? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, hey, uh, yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah. 50 bucks. Okay. <laughs> Not I can do it on my Vita for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he tops out at about fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, it's in uh, uh, staunch ninety nine on that. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, moving on, number two this week. League of Legends to punish toxicity with ban on loot. Now, we've talked about League of Legends a bunch this year. <laughs> that is just a funny-sounding article. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. The thing is is that with League loot of Legends, embargo. we have so many people. Like, How many times is this? It's probably three or four times this year we've mm-hmm. had some sort of headline pop up on the show that we've talked about. Kind of talking about how shitty and vile League of Legends player base is. <laughs> but it gets away with it because it's, I mean, it's generating like millions and is, millions is and millions and millions of Is that that phone game? No, no, it's not no, a phone no. game. What is it? No, it's a, um, it's like a... Um, Are you thinking like of Hearthstone? I yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I read a Cracked article and I was laughing my ass. No, League of Legends is a, um, <laughs> the, the thing I could probably relate it to you is like a... Um, Starcraft style game. Okay, you know, so it's, it's like, like tactical. Yeah, overhead. tactical. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Did like you play? Building game. Did you play Brutal Legend? No. Okay, then that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. Goat, you have thoughts? Uh, yeah, I was gonna tell Nick uh, the fact mm-hmm. that these guys have a team of scientists that like they check out their they're, they're trying to fix the nutbags in their yeah. community. There's oh, a whole they wow. have a whole division yeah. that's devoted to to fixing what? the toxicity oh, yeah. in their player community. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing it's that is so that is a social cause you were never going to win. Yeah. It's because League of Legends is is like the premier like major league gaming thing these days and I, people right. are buying I into am, it I am left just right. going to for like five seconds kick that soapbox right back <laughs> and I'm going to say five, five seconds I doubt it the <laughs> same thing that I say about films man and that is we could put all that money into fixing that but like not better education yeah. That's true. Like let's 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 cure the League of Legends uh, player base. But uh, meanwhile, to, to my clear, kid doesn't know how to spell. Nick and I were raised like, in Mississippi, know. so meanwhile, we're qualified dr- to complain about oh, the yes. education system. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, they're dreaming of core math. <laughs> God. Um, okay, so. As but we can as... cure League of Legends. I'm sorry. No, this is going to be with me for the rest of my life. It's, it's never going to happen. It's going to be the tagline of the show. We cure League of Legends. Very little ever cure good League ever comes out of League of Legends. As, as an example, among the big changes coming to League of Legends 2016 season is a new chest and key loot system. Keys or key fragments will be ladled out at the end of every one match, which you'll use to unlock chests containing rented or permanent access to skins and champions. That'll be available sometime in 2016, unless you're a player deemed toxic by League of Legends <laughs> community guidelines. <laughs> if that's the case, you won't have access to the system at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> originally speaking to Polygon, uh, lead Beyond game designer... behavior, kids. It, yes, yes. Uh, lead game designer of loot social blocked. systems, Jeffrey Lin, said players hit with disciplinary measures will not have access to loot at all. We really want the system... <laughs> We really want the system to be a reward, he said. <laughs> you got a gold star with it. It's a new carrot for playing with friends and for being a positive player in the game. They called it a carrot? They called it a carrot. A positive player? We're just going to hold this in front of Let's you. Let's all get on and be We start girls. riding. We've never Stupid been able ass. to give skins for free before in League of Legends, so this is... <laughs> oh, come on. This is but our if you way help your of... sister with her homework, we'll let you have one. So this is our way of saying, hey, if you're a positive positive player in the game here's your way of earning something just for playing the game and being awesome this is like this is is 101 man i'm gonna i'm gonna just sneak nick's soapbox over here for a minute (laughs) so you you've pumped dollars into the scientific team to find out and and fix the league of legends community 
the scientists that have degrees, I'm guessing, have cut it with this amazingly cutting-edge system of slapping the child's hand when it's bad and not giving it a popsicle. Good well, job, this, sir. As we kind of talked about earlier this year, this is not the first time Riot has, has done stuff like this. This is the first time they've locked out an entire system that would be available to somebody in the game. Uh, but they no. have lo- locked out ranked play and voice chat bannings earlier on. Um, and when, when we put this article up as part of the show this week, um, you'll be able to find links in this article, which was originally published by PC Gamer, that they state that the company's efforts to curb community's toxic elements are numerous and well-documented. There's two different what? links that will take you through the madness <laughs> A fucking legal edge. That's gotta be really kidding. funny. It yeah, is hilarious. You, you need to read it. Really yeah. <laughs> you need to read it. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's um, I, I don't uh, even like League of Legends, but I keep talking about it on the show because it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like uh, everybody always joked about how toxic and horrible the Xbox Live like online gaming community was. <laughs> Not nothing in contrast no. to this. One good thing came out of uh, League of Legends though this last week. Um, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban. Uh, got he has now purchased an esports team to participate in League of Legends events. He's not a gamer, knows nothing about it, but he's intrigued by the money being generated by this. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but wow. he he got during one of the live events, live streaming events. Um, he he said fuck during the live stream, and as part of the guidelines, he was fined fifteen thousand dollars. What oh, wow. for saying fuck. Mark Cuban and was Mark Cuban was, and they pulled him up on stage and asked him. Like, like you just lost fifteen grand for saying a bad word. Like, how do you feel about that? You know, at this point, like, I hope he said a lot of other bad he words. He said, he says, he says, they, he's like, well, what are they doing with the fifteen grand? And he's, they said, we're giving it to charity. And he says, well, fuck it. He did it again. <laughs> and then he dropped another fifteen grand on it nice. on purpose. You know, nice. he was a really good sport about yeah. the whole thing. And he said that he. The one good thing that may have come out of League of Legends is somebody who knew nothing about or was not educated about gaming came out of it saying, I'm exhilarated by this thing I didn't know existed, and I'm in, absolutely in love with video games. Hmm. I think this is just amazing. Wow, that's And incredible. so he was very charitable and gave, you know, 30 grand to charity just for saying fuck twice. I, I just <laughs> that hope is a man who had fucks to give. Yeah. He did uh, have fucks to give. Uh, it's finally happened! Uh, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> See, like, I'm just oh hoping. I'm hoping that his team is called the Dallas Megabytes. Maybe he should. Yeah. He should not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or now the fucking Dallas Megabytes. Every time they play, <laughs> they should give the charity. Charity every every time. Yeah. Every time they announce <laughs> the team, it's announced. Okay, so moving on to number one for the week. Former Donkey Kong champ has lawsuit against Cartoon Network tossed out. What? <laughs> Former Donkey Kong world record holder Billy Mitchell's lawsuit against Cartoon Network in which he claimed a character from regular show stole his likeness has been tossed out. Hey, was this the asshole one? Yeah. Oh, the one from guy. King of Kong. That, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Let me cut you off. The Associated Press has the details. The character in question is Garrett Bobby Ferguson, who is depicted in the show as a floating bearded head who cheats to win at arcade games. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly like him, to be fair. I've, I watched this show. Mm-hmm. It's funny. This particular scene is funny. Are you live Googling, Charlie? I am. Yes. Live Googling. Live well, it, it, it seems to be uh, Billy Mitchell's MO. <laughs> it does. A New Jersey federal district judge ruled that regular show is protected by the First Amendment and that the character's traits were in- intentionally exaggerated to make him look cartoonishly evil. Um, Cartoon Network's legal team argued that Garrett Bobby Ferguson is a transformative depiction of Mitchell, thus explaining why it would be protected under the First Amendment. It's pretty clear Hmm. that Garrett Bobby Ferguson is based on Mitchell, but the judge and Thompson pointed out some key differences. 
saying, The television character does not match the plaintiff in appearance. GBF appears as a non-human creature, a giant floating head with no body <laughs> from outer space, <laughs> while plaintiff is a human being. Thompson wrote in her... <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Thompson wrote in her decision, and when GBF loses his title, the character literally explodes, unlike the plaintiff. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, they, they had some fun I with like that, that one. I these things they had did. to be pointed out to people. Um, and when we published the article as part of the show this week, too, there's a video clip that accompanies this on YouTube. If you want to watch what they're talking about, it is pretty silly and ridiculous. I recall this particular episode. Did not make the connection to Billy Mitchell myself, but now I understand what they're saying. So, pretty funny stuff. <laughs> so, um, I've got a side by side up right now <laughs> of, um, of of Mr. Mitchell and oh, his um, beard is clearly not long enough. To yes, be the cartoon and he has character. a body. I see just shorter hair and, and a part directly in the center of his face. Right. Mm-hmm. However, however, those cheekbones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, there is something to and it. And those shifty eyes. And the lack of soul in the eyes mm-hmm. in both mm-hmm. cases. Well, I'll um, say this too. Um, <laughs> I, I like regular show. I, uh, I'm glad they won because I think Billy Mitchell is kind of a turd. <laughs> your professional yes. my professional I would like to second that professional opinion. I have no judgment to think he's but. kind of a turd yeah he's kind of a whiny baby <laughs> living the dreams of the 80s yeah he kind of I mean I, I watched that documentary I thought it was sweet Mm-hmm. He kind of, uh, so, so, John, you, you feel that this is a better, a better likeness? <laughs> um, Charlie has pulled up on the screen right now a side-by-side comparison of Billy Mitchell and Mr. Hanky. <laughs> yes. Surprisingly, I see, I see a similarity. More of a likeness. Yes, yes. Yeah. They at least have arms. Bodies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the torso yeah. makes all the difference. Yes. Yeah, true. Yep. Yes. It's true. Billy does not look amused. <laughs> and amazingly, they both have a shitty disposition there. Mm. Oh. oh, my God. Good God, man. I'm usually the one rocking the dad jokes. Um, I feel like I need to place him, like, right there and have him be, like, right there. <laughs> is trying to make them a hug in his internet browser. Ah, uh, yes. Billy uh, and... Uh, and Poop. And Mr. Hanky. <clears throat> Mr. Mitchell, I apologize. Yeah. Um, no, you don't. No, I don't. Um... <laughs> So that's uh, that was quite the run up of news that this was, week. That was a thing. Yeah, we got a we got a feature within a feature within the news. Floating Thanks, heads. Nick. Yes, <laughs> always. And and gaming boobies. Yes. And and there's uh, two poops. This is the first week we did not make a number two jo- or number poop joke into number two. So that worked. You out. just made the joke, man. No, no, that was just breaking reference that we did. Damn it, John. No. Yeah, <laughs> so now we do the feature that we've already done, sort of. Everyone's Master so of segways, <laughs> goat. <laughs> now it's uh, all right. You want a segue? Yes. Right. I'm going to put the soapbox back in. We're going to get Nick in here. We're leaving for the night. Um, whatever you guys get from here on out, you're on your own. It'll be like that. Uh, that old tales from the dark side episode where I'll be like a demon by the morning, just spewing venom. Just sitting here going like, and let me tell you something about that iron curtain back in the why, 60s. Why did you just? Go? You heard me. Cold yeah. War. It's coming. No, I'm kidding. I just, no, it just, you, you went all Hulk Hogan there for a second. I was waiting for you to say brother in that sentence. Anyways, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get Charlie, this. Charlie, I'm, I'm glad you missed. You didn't miss this. Ra- rails. I am glad sad. I did not miss this. I would have been listening to this on tears that have been streaming down my face. <laughs> from the laughing and from the sorrow of not being in this room. Yeah, yeah, yes. So. Yeah. With that said, let's do a feature.
So as uh, as we mentioned in the news, we got a, a huge conversation about Dead or Alive 3, way more than we ever expected. So we made it our feature, and here is said conversation. Uh, moving on to number four this week. Backlash fears have stopped Dead or Alive Extreme 3 from coming west. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that sounds like a, a dirty movie title. I, <laughs> I, I think that might have been part of the uh, part of the intent. Uh, yeah. Fans of Koei Tecmo's enjoyable fighting game franchise have been calling out uh, for a Western localization of Dead or Alive Extreme 3, Fortune. The newest oh, spinoff God. in a series which centers around bikini-clad women yep. competing in mini games of various shapes and sizes. <laughs> Despite the pleas and the company's great localization record, however, things aren't looking particularly promising. Posting on Facebook, the official Dead or Alive community manager has stated that the publisher still has no plans to bring the title west and that this stance won't change in the future. Interestingly, they go on to share some of Koei Tecmo's reasoning, saying essentially that the Japanese company doesn't want to endure a backlash against the release due to its somewhat risque content. <laughs> like that ever stopped them before in right? the past. <laughs> It was a different world. I have comments, but continue. I, I know, I know. Indeed, we can certainly see such a situation occur if the game was to launch overseas, and we suppose that the publisher just doesn't want to deal with that sort of opposition. The good news, though, is that if you're really desperate to get your hands on a translated version, you can still import the Asian release, which features English subtitles. Um, it's it's funny, because as I, as I recount this, um, Dead or Alive, from the moment that it was conceived, even as a fighting game, has just been ridiculous and over the top. I mean, it's well, been known any game for with boob thing. physics is ridiculous and over the top. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. but it's it's always been game. known for that though. And it, <laughs> I'm not saying that it's it may not seem uncomfortable or insensitive to some people. I'm saying that I file this under the same thing that I file like violent movies and violent video games, which is if you don't like it, don't buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's silly to not port something that will probably sell well over here just because they're afraid of pissing people off. Yes, yeah. but the problem is, is the feminism movement is really hot right sure, now. Right, pop culture but, all day long. But <laughs> and, and and while I don't, I Too do bad. not, I do not lack support for yeah. the people who believe in that movement. I right. do say this: they should. It, it goes both ways. Mm. Nobody on either side of this argument but, should be allowed to prevent people from publishing a yeah. work that they created. And I, I guess if you my don't other, like it, don't course. buy it. My other, I agree with that. My other point being. My, not my point. That was not my point. <laughs> I just believed in it so strongly. Thank you, brother. I just believed in it so strongly. I was like, yeah, that's my point. You're fucking too. right. <laughs> fucking no. No. Like, no, the, the, what I agree with in that realm and what I will piggyback onto is you can make that argument about any character in any game, in any medium. Mm-hmm. You so Okay, so now we can't, any uh, movie? We can't let any the uh, guys run around in arc without their shirts on because that's sexist see and people don't like to look at it that way but we sexualize men in games all the time it's only sexist if the girls can't also run around with their shirts off right it's okay if the guys are shirtless if the girls can the also girls. be shirtless <laughs> right no but that's the thing I think that there is a you know and I'm not saying that it's not about privilege and I'm not saying it's not about you know of course every gender every ethnicity Every culture has its own privileges, has its own advantages and disadvantages. You know, that is a part of life, you know, whether you like it or not, you know. And I think, 
I, it just rubs me the wrong way when we stop doing certain things yeah. just because you have to be able to joke about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is a game series that is clearly it's a joke. not yeah. Oh, yeah. serious. It's totally tongue in cheek. Uh, yeah. I owned the Dead or Alive beach volleyball or whatever it was when it came but out. But you're one... a girl. You're a traitor to women everywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not a feminist if I own that game. Right. I watched girls jump around in a pool while their titties bounced around. <laughs> Look, like, uh, here, here's the one thing hey, I'll say. Uh, that's offensive. For those, for I, those I people, prefer mammary glands. <laughs> <laughs> for the people who, who who are part of like gaming in the now that were not around, you know, 15, 20 years ago, what I can say to you is this. As somebody who was actively, even then, very much a part of gaming, I mean, Nick and I spent a large portion of our childhood hanging out yep. in arcades. Yep, yep. Most of what you saw in those arcades and even in games and like... A, it was so crass and so yeah, borderline. It's like the the fucking cabinet case for Killer Instinct Two is borderline <laughs> pornographic. That or- and, orchid you're and, talking about? Yes, yeah. and and in all honesty, it it did not create any weird ill will between gamers. It did not make no. people feel uncomfortable. People laughed at it. People right. people were lighthearted about it because they knew it was fucking absurd. It's funny. You know, don't let things ruin your and if it's sense not of humor. funny to you. Yeah. Then just walk away. Yeah, yeah. George seems... Lopez is not funny to me. He's I don't want to take him he's off not the funny air. To anybody, <laughs> you know, he's as funny like... as fucking Kevin James, <laughs> right? But you guys forget one. We're now in this oversensitive, hypersensitive Western culture. It's yeah. two. Japan hates us. Three. Why would you Do go? They? Why? Why would you? What? This though, the, they they don't get along with us culturally. Usually. Mm. And it's because there's a bunch of our kids have tried to appropriate their culture and assimilate it and, and yeah, associate yeah. it with nothing but cartoons. Yes, yes, there's that. But then, and, and there's also this. Would you, Why would you go engage your shithead neighbor you don't want to deal with? You don't have to. Like, because I think that, cause, cause A, you, as an important sense of community, you have to engage people that you don't agree with mm-hmm, and that yeah. you don't like in yeah. a non-hostile way. You have to be able to uh, further dialogue about things that make you uncomfortable. You have to be willing to look at somebody and say, I may not agree with you, and I may not like it, but it is your freedom to indulge in or view or partake in anything that does not harm another person and is is not illegal. Yeah, because you not know? doing so invalidates you. your argument on the counter. I, I, you know I agree I mean? with you, but then you have to put the American culture on the internet there Yeah, as the backlash. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't deal with it. I didn't say no it was way. good, and I didn't say it was a pain in the ass, but I mean, we're looking at a world right now where... Uh, and yeah, it's different than when we were kids because people weren't patched in 24 hours a day, seven days a week. To you the know? whole world. Mm-hmm. Right, to the whole world and all of their sensitivities. Mm-hmm. And you see a backlash in kids now. Uh, I'm talking about kids that are doing perfectly well. I'm not talking about people who have real issues. I'm not talking about people mm-hmm. who have, you know, true sensitivities or things that, are, I mean, everybody does. Right. But I'm talking about people who get online and they read about uh, issues and they read about hypersensitivity and they read about PTSD and then they appropriate it to themselves so that they feel like they're a part of a clan. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about uh, a future where there is a possibility that being able to get on the internet before you're 16, you'll have to have a license. You know, I, like these are things that are possible uh, and I could potentially see happening. You know, uh, you can't, I mean, especially if we get to the point to where we stop having the argument and the conversation and they like i said in a non-hostile way yeah. and i think the problem is is you're always going to have a border uh and a culture of people that sit there and say no 
uh, I don't like that because it makes me feel funny or it makes me feel upset about it. And I'm sorry about that. But like I said, the King of Queens makes me feel funny and upset <laughs> when I look at it. And I think like people find this funny. Once again, it's not my job to take that away from you. If yeah. you enjoy it. As a matter of fact, it's I should, I should be, it is, it's, it's, it's egregious censorship. Mm-hmm. I should be able to, you know, uh, sit in a bathing suit and a tub of lube and watch porn all night on mega speakers. This is taking a weird turn. And you know what? And I did last night, dog. While playing Dead or Alive. While playing Dead or Alive. You know, but my point is, is who, like, I just, I find it to be an extremely um, two-faced culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you stand there on one side and you say, celebrate diversity. Everybody's accepted. And then Everybody's everyone gets butthurt needs. about everything. Right. <laughs> Unless they're ones that I agree with. Yeah. You know? Right. So you have to be willing to stand there and say, I may not understand why you like something, but it's up to you. You know? Mm-hmm. So I want to take a step back here. We're making a lot of assumptions in this conversation. All yes. we know is that they are... They they have said that they are not going to bring it here because of potential PR issues, right? Yeah. Let's remember that yeah. this is a company. They right. they they did a financial cost benefit analysis here, and they said this is how much it's going to cost us to 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 uh, to uh, regionalize this game and to market it, market it, and package mm-hmm. it, and produce it, and ship it, and yada 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 yada. And um, here's how many units we think we're going to sell based on whatever research we did, mm-hmm. and uh, right. factoring into that cost benefit, here's how much of a backlash we think we're going to get. It's that entire formula plus whatever other factors that they're right. that they're taking into account here that is that is determining why they're not bringing it to the United yeah. States right. at this point mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. And I'm with Charlie on that. It, yeah, it was, I agree. It's, it's solely the whole yeah. like, oh man, we're going to pay Jim like seventy hours <laughs> overtime next week because he's <laughs> fucked yeah. wads and yeah, there's yeah. keyboards and you go nape shit. Yeah, you know, skip Jim, it. Jim the PR guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, skip it's, it. You know what? Jim doesn't need. No, we paid Jim yeah. enough. And <laughs> now is it is yeah. it is it uh, is it a Japanese branch or an American branch that made this decision? Uh, this was Japan entirely. Okay, so they don't give a crap about our American sensibilities. So right. let, let's remember right. that. You yeah, know, we're talking true. about how we are, you know, we, we need, you know, everything you said is valid, um, I and I agree with, but... They do make it clear in this article that most of what they fear, though, is backlash over the... the See, the because this is not the first thing that this story has, has had in terms of coverage for this game. Sure. This game was coming to the United States, and it received a bunch of grief because it's it's... DLC packages were very sexualized and they got a lot of shit for it. So they can't first they canceled the DLC, now the game's just not coming here at all. That might well that, that might have been a part of it. They yeah. didn't think they were gonna yeah. get the money from that DLC. Right. Maybe that right. yeah. greatly well, affected think, their outlook. I think it's both ways here. It's the fact that they they, they don't care and they're like right. great they're gonna get all butthurt about it. you know what, skip it I don't we don't want to deal with yeah. it right. it's, it's, not, worth our, it's not worth our it's not time worth it. it's not worth yeah. our yeah. effort you know fuck them. I yeah. can <laughs> see that and I think that to an extent honestly I find that to be sad. Because I think that, A, you're cutting out a whole potential consumer base based on the fear that you're going to offend and upset a few potential buyers. Uh, whether, the, whether the backlash on the internet... St- I mean, honestly, traditionally, the internet is an awful gauge yeah. for whether something <laughs> yeah. is going to do well. Because, I mean, look, they support things in droves. Mm-hmm. Right. Theoretically. Yeah. And then when said product is released, you're like, oh, I'm going to get a huge... Ret-. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, you know, like I've seen this happen before mm-hmm. so many times on different products, you know, and and in the reverse where yeah. they're like, we are going to boycott, we're going to pick it, your product's never going to, it releases, and they're it. like, oh, <laughs> wait, Katy Perry just showed her, and then everybody <laughs> yeah. runs to that, you know, like, right, it's yeah. just how it is, you well, know. Well, and I think the shittiest part of it, too, is the fact that, 
most of the problems they're going to run into are not even potential customers. So the people will never right. buy the damn thing anyway. Right, 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 yeah. right. Well, I mean, it's the same thing as like the Christian leagues versus pornography in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, like 99% of the people that were uh, disputing the pornography that was being created back then, which is mm-hmm. by today's standards, child, child's play, mm-hmm. which I think is hilarious that you have, and, and that's what I'm talking about, the hypocrisy of two uh, articles mm-hmm. sitting right next to each other. One that says, video games are overly sexualized. That's wrong. Woo, rah, 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 rah. And then Pornhub's like viewership just plummets when Fallout 4 comes out, which tells you about <laughs> what? a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I love, I mean, I don't know, some things go down to being a base human. It's like I say all the time that if I could remove two functions from my life, it would be pooping and sleeping. <laughs> you know? Where I'm like, those are the two biggest wastes of time and energy. I, I will now also say that, yes. I yeah. agree with that you know, I want to get rid of And one of them is literally waste. It's literally I, waste. I, I honestly would have agreed Pun. with that up until I had my son, because sometimes when I go to poop, it's the only time I can shut the door and he's not screaming <laughs> in my face. So you say that until you have to have somewhere to hide. And then get those no. hands under the door. What are you doing, Dad? Guess like what? I want to get rid of pooping and sleeping. I think they're immoral. <laughs> but guess what? You know what? You're a fucking human being. And you have to do both. with the exception of those of you that have an issue. And uh, honestly, I understand. Like, I think that's uh, 100%. I'm sensitive to to the extent that it is something that is beyond your control and you have to deal with. And I think that any way that you can deal with it, you're doing the right thing by trying to keep yourself together in that situation. I'm talking about the people who don't partake in sexualization of anything. Mm. But the human species, we sexualize things. Sex is a part of our makeup. It is a part of uh, everything having to do with us. Not even to the extent of that's where you fucking came from. (laughs) And you know, and so I guess that's my point. Like, you get to this, you get to this, this, this point in your life where you look at the hypocrisy going on in the things that you love, whether they're films, whether they're gaming, whether they're music. And you sit there and you go, you know what? It doesn't matter if something's icky and I don't understand it. It's still a part of what I am as a person and my needs, just like eating, sleeping, and pooping. (laughs) So guess what? I don't like sleeping now and I don't like pooping. So let's get rid of it. You're not going to. It's a part of life. We may battle over this for the next 50 years, 50, 60 years, next 100 years. But whatever regime comes out on the next turn says, oh, no, it's okay again. Sex is okay again. Putting boobs in games is okay again. Everyone will be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Do you think this conversation about this game, this this particular case, would still be happening if there were an equal number of scantily clad males in the game? Uh, I don't know. I mean, personally, I think I think that's the conversation. And it's, I think that there should be. I mean, like, why aren't there? Sure, that's, yeah. I'm fine with that. Look, personally. there is not enough ball physics in games. <laughs> no, but I, I, think, but I think that's the point, though, that like Nick's trying to there. make and that you're trying yeah. to make is, is ultimately... There needs to be it a guy should be in the okay game. for both sides to have what they want in there, and yeah. it should be. This shouldn't even be a fucking issue. This right. shouldn't even be in our top five stories yeah. for the week because it should be a non-issue for everybody involved on both sides. And it shouldn't matter whether yeah. the game is full of women or if the game right. is full of men. It really, or if there are only games that feature women bouncing around, or if there are only games that feature men bouncing around. Who cares? Bouncing right. is bouncing. Apparently, a lot of people care <laughs> no, about that. No, a lot that, of people do care. But it's it doesn't. The equality thing doesn't matter because it's not your beliefs. Like it's just a game that's out there. I feel like we have a culture that has a tendency and I don't think they do it on purpose, but we have a culture that has a tendency to not give 
men equal footing in the sense that men are not dumb sex monsters. Not every man you meet is a dumb sex monster who is looking at you and except for Yuko. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me like, oh, I don't know where you're getting your info, buddy. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Every girl mm-hmm. I'd meet, I don't want to fuck. Yeah. I am completely capable of being in a monogamous committed relationship without cheating on my partner. Um, I don't think about sex 24 hours a day. When I play a video game that has tits in it, I don't even consider it because it's a fucking cartoon and it doesn't turn me on personally, you know? So if it turns you on, that's fine, but it doesn't do it for me. My point being, we, like, you know, I'm sorry, but when I watch, I I just watched uh, an episode of Sex and the City before I came here. And, you know, I'm sitting there hearing a bunch of women sit around a table talking about fucking like a man. What does that mean? Oh, that means no sexual intimacy. That means not pleasing your partner and walking away. And as a man, I find that offensive because that's not true. That's not who I am as a man. That's not how I represent myself. Uh, And I've never had a relationship like that. But do I try to blast and destroy this media because I feel like it misrepresents me as a person? No. Because that writer had something to say. And it's not my place to take their words away because that's based on their experiences. And their experiences say they've had some shitty sex with men and they need to call me. They need to call me. So no, no, but my like, and ultimately that's where I think sometimes we're too sensitive, you know, where you have to be able to separate and say, yeah, okay. I don't particularly like that. It doesn't particularly make me feel good, but guess what? It's art and it makes me think. And that's the point. It did make me look back at my past relationships and examine for that, for that brief second. Did I ever fuck like a man? Whatever that means, you know? Who defines that even, you know? And you've it, been people in bad relationships. Uh, people in bad relationships. <laughs> you've been listening to uh, Diaz for Dick Talk. <laughs> Dr. Nick. Just, just big dicks. Yeah. Just swinging around. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. For so God's there. Sakes. Um, we're going to slide Nick and the soapbox out of the room for a minute. <laughs> Uh, no, well, but I don't want to marginalize what you've been saying there because I, you, you make some really good points and I, I agree with pretty much everything you've said. I, I do think some of the things don't apply to this particular case. Story. Yeah, because, sure. No, I just get off the <laughs> <rough> sometimes. <laughs> I, I just, I just, That's a Santiago trait. Yeah, we have a problem with real tangents. Man. <laughs> As a closing note, i just like to mm-hmm. remind everybody we are talking about Dead or Alive <laughs> Extreme Beach Volleyball 3, <laughs> which th- this is not the great art piece of our time no. that we are debating over. No, this no, is... This no. was... So... So there's there, there, there's cliff notes to this. This um, um, Nick does not fuck like a man. That's um, <laughs> right. He thinks that the Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball Three should come here. Yes. Um, Americans are hypocritical and sensitive. And I'd like <laughs> sure. to, uh, before I move on to number three, I'd like to point out that uh, he he also uh, validates for you, the listener at home. And backs up the fact that I am not the only Santiago that talks about poop all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's also him. He does not like pooping. And Moving on. 2018. Stop poop. Stop sleep. <laughs> That'll be your, that's going to be your that's campaign platform. platform, isn't it? All right. So that's what happens when a, uh, when a news story grows a second head. Uh, it, it evolves into uh, into a uh, full blown conversation about, uh, <laughs> about um, my brother's losing it over there. Uh, actually, to be quite literal and factual, it grew a second Santiago. Yeah, it's true. Actually, I was going to say it grew true. five heads because there's five of us in the room. But you know, <laughs> five um, many, many heads on this. Yeah, piece. that was that was a really good conversation. I'm really Hail glad. Hydra. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 2016 with Bernie Sanders, which I just learned who is. 
<laughs> He's got my vote. I don't know who he is. Perfect. How, Where have you been, Go? No, but how did that? What? Yeah. I. Anyways, um, no, but um, I, I, I'm really glad that conversation happened. I'm so 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 happy I was in the room for that. Um, if I had missed that conversation, I mean, it wouldn't have been. So I'm really glad everything ended up like it was because sure. that story would have still happened this week, and you guys would have not been here for it. So mm-hmm. I'm very 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 happy that you were. So, um, yeah. thank, thank you for you. yeah. Yes. We're glad to be here. Mm-hmm. We love we love doing awesome. the show. Anytime. Yep. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. All right. So that brings us to, let's see here. It's been a while. That'd be the mailbag, right, Charlie? Yes, that is correct. We've <laughs> only been doing this show for almost three years, Goat. <laughs> <laughs> of all the people, I guess I don't, have a, I don't have an excuse for not knowing what the hell's going on. Other than the fact that I played Charlie last, last week. And no, I'm not you. So let's get to the mailbag. I think this was a revelation. He was like, you know, I looked in the mirror. I tried it. Still not you. I don't know uh, what I'm doing right now. Seriously, editing the show last week was, I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, my God, the man is a, like, cinemasochist. He, like, does he cut himself when he does this? This is the only way he can get through this. <laughs> well, I asked him in the, the we were talking in the, the the hangout, right? I was like, yeah. "So, how do you not rip your hair out?" And he's like, "This is actually a wig." I'm like, "Okay, that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> so, mailbag is yes. yeah, mailbag. <laughs> So, uh, so, uh, so we've got V's for Villains in the studio with us tonight. We didn't have any mailbag responses, and so uh, we're opening up the Periscope here uh, to allow you guys so many hearts. Oh, my God. You guys are loved. So much love for villains. Um, and goats here, too. Hi, goat. And, and, and the hearts stop. They did, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Broken and, um, hearts now. So, so, so Periscope... Um, Questions for the villains. Ask anything you want uh, for the next ten minutes, and um, for 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 uh, with almost with almost no exception, um, you can ask them anything that you want, and they will answer your questions. I do. I do have one question here from uh, from our our loyal uh, Views for Villains fan and oftentimes uh, listener to uh, Gamerhead Radio. Dash uh, asks Yay. Nick. Question, Nick. Why can you never stay healthy and uninjured? Oh wow! <laughs> that is the million dollar question. Okay, here's the answer to that question, Dash. The reason I can't stay... If I knew the answer to that, you think I'd be here right now? (laughs) You think I'd be doing this? You you think I'd be a cripple on a cane? No, I'm just trying to make you feel bad. Um, Dramatic (laughs) being here because you said yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I You have an obligation at this point. No, No. he's here because I was like, hey, brother, you want to be on my show? Um, I... You know, high risk, high reward. (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you who are at our panel at DaishoCon, you'll know what that means. Um, (laughs) No, you know, uh, to be honest, uh, I tend to have a little bit of spot of the uh, bad fucking luck. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, uh, that's, uh, that's it. That's the only answer I have for that. Bad, wrong place, wrong time. That's it. A lot of that for the last the Nick Santiago you know, like fifteen story? years. You know, yeah. <laughs> Carlton asks, "Where is our fucking breakfast cereal?" Oh, yeah. So this is something that gets asked to me actually a bit uh, when I very first started the VS for Villains Facebook oh, page. Oh, now actually, I all know the pages <laughs> years and years ago, back in 2010, before there even was a band. And I knew I wanted to do something called V is for Villains. Um, I kind of, I snatched up all the, like, Facebook stuff and, you know, MySpace stuff. <laughs> uh. And, uh, you know, 
uh, I put on there, they were like, what are your goals? And I said, like, I, one day I will have my own breakfast cereal. And people tend to pop up every once in a while still and say, like, so have you got it? Did you get your cereal yet? And I'm like, no, my quest isn't over. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> it won't so be done that, until the cereal ends, happens. Yeah, it does. It, it ends with me in my deathbed at 90, and my <laughs> great-grandchild Bring my brings it to me and shows it to me, and I'm like, yeah. he brings He brings Nick his agitatios. <laughs> agitatios, and I'm like, and then I die. So, so <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yay! Right, <laughs> so you guys have done the impossible. Um, v is for villains has asked you a question on Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh, it must don't be say. your father. <laughs> um, no, actually, it was me right here, right now. And uh, apparently, uh, they they want you. You want oh. you to ask if. You like pie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, how is that a question? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I like pie. Pie. Is that, is that Villainception? I'm How's that so work? confused. <laughs> That's how it works. Them's the rules. From Loki 00000, I think uh, we might know who that is. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so why does John never buy new pants? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see a hole in the crotch of these pants, motherfucker? Close up, close this up. Is, this is a... This is a a whole free zone. Oh, like, John, why are you being so rude to Loki 000? Whoever that is, you got awfully <laughs> defensive. Yeah. Because he's a fuckface. <laughs> That's why. I just like this idea that fans could ask John a question. You'd be like, you know, fucker, because I like red and white. That's right. And, uh, and he also thanks you for not showing your balls. <laughs> I mean, you know, this time. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually what he said this time. <laughs> I, I I let let my balls slip out once. Charlie sees him, and he's been struck blind. <laughs> I <laughs> do not know what you're talking about. Ah, yeah, I still like the fact that we call him John Mellencamp. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh man, our pants are fine. Uh, Loki zero 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 zero. Um, <laughs> just asked uh, when is Charlie finally going to get to game night? Um, yeah, someday. <laughs> so I heard Sunday. I heard Sunday. Sunday. Ah, right. Sunday is podcast day. That's almost certainly not going to happen. Um, uh, About the same time, Mr. Agitator makes it. Yeah, and doesn't relocate us. That for no, his like convenience, personal convenience. It's, you know. Oh, I could go to you. Nah, you come no. to me. That's right. It's okay. People okay. have to come to Billets, I guess. Now, now that I'm going to be done with class coming up and he's going to be done with, with some of his pony shenanigans mm-hmm. for a while, for a minute, mm-hmm. um, uh, we will, we will as a group, collectively harangue Charlie into coming to game night. It'll be yes. Great. You can play uh, Pony Wing. All right. And um, <laughs> do, uh, uh, that sounds fantastic, as a matter of fact. Um, so... Um, uh, uh, do we have Songbird's email ready to go, John? If you wanted to, uh, I, uh, I do believe it. We, we could uh, go ahead and uh, live uh, live broadcast that for our yeah, our be, uh, loyal oh, loyal Periscope oh, fans. The Periscopers get to see how much we edit all of our fumbles <laughs> and trips of her mind boggling questions. Yeah, yeah, it's always a uh, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. a grade A mind fuck. It sounds great on the show. That's after Charlie's like and. <laughs> No, no, we love it. Though. It's great. Yeah, Songbird always uh, and does, scalpel, does scalpel, right scalpel, scalpel, scalpel. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, as promised, Songbird, last week we saved your email that was supposed to be for the villain show for, for this week to make villains. sure that everybody was included. Uh, Songbird says, "Dear Goat, Fallon, Flynn, Mister Agitator, and Vex, if Batman never existed, how much different would your I'm lives? Leaving. <laughs> <laughs> if Batman never existed, how much different would your lives be?" Well, Nick would have more time. I can tell you that <laughs> yeah. a, a substantial portion of not only mine and my brother's childhoods hinges on Batman, but also the fact that we ended up in a costume-clad super yes. villain band. 
probably has a lot to do with it. I think it would change a great deal. <laughs> it change everything. It would change most of my makeup, I think. You don't think it's just a different superhero might have just replaced him? Mm, like not quite. Not unless the there was a a counterpart like it was Wombat Man. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wombat. <laughs> <laughs> of all the animals, you go means, with Wombat Man. Wombat Man. Equivalent proxy. <laughs> right. Like that. Wombat Man. No. Like, I mean, Wom- you know, I think Batman. honestly, <laughs> Wombat. <laughs> I think that. Um, no, I don't. Th- I think it would have. It would. It would have changed a lot. I mean. I think even fictitious role models are still role models. Mm-hmm. You know, they still influence I, I, you. I'm going to be bold enough to say that I learned how to read on a Batman comic book. Without Batman, he would not know how to read if it he hadn't would only, been for Batman. He would only be able to focus on Metal Gear. That's so true. The album, <laughs> right? Every album would have been on time, right? <laughs> yeah. Our band would no. just be called a Metal year, Gear with a, a question year, mark, yeah. right? Yeah. It would just no. It would be the exclamation, yeah. yeah, right? And we'd all we would go on to stage in cardboard. In, but yeah. Mark, let's do this no, band. I've been talking. No, that's my dance show. That's amazing. Uh, no, my brother and I, like our father raised us on comic books, and most of the, uh, at least a big chunk of the glue of mine and Nick's childhood comes from from spending time reading comic books and talking about Batman. And I know I, I can't even explain it to you. My brother and I have this really fascinating relationship where we will occasionally realize that there are parallels between. Batman and like Dick Grayson and you know, like we've got these this sort of similar yeah. relationship to, We're dorks. to yeah although you could have found yeah. similar things in other media yeah. Um, yeah. but Batman is such an iconic and wonderful yeah. character I mean I grew up watching the 60s show and mm-hmm. Batman the animated series and you know that was what I knew were comics and cartoons and that sort of thing that formed my opinions uh, but things like when we get to anime nowadays, I just think of Batman the Animated Series, yeah. and it's not the same thing. Yeah. But that's you know my opinion of drawn media. And my life would be different now, as I really because my son mm-hmm. now has taken a liking to Batman. Batman sixty six, he is enamored with it, and my all the, the joy I've gotten from watching him watch that would just be gone. You guys are getting so many hearts. <laughs> <laughs> we love oh, Batman. Oh, you oh, love oh, Batman. Yeah. So, so it's safe to say that you guys would all be lawyers if it wasn't for Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. we, of course, loved the rest of the superhero genre, too. When I was little, I loved The Shadow. Does anyone remember yes, that movie with Alec Baldwin? No. Yep. That was one of my favorite things ever. And he's similar to Batman, you know, right. if you think wow. about it. Yeah, yeah, like 40s Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, kind of yeah. like 40s Batman. Yeah. Um, murdering people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, we found it in different ways. That's good. That's yeah. good. I latched on to Meteor Man. That was my movie. Oh! Which explains me horribly. Well, and if it wasn't for Batman, I wouldn't have Joker, and I'd probably be a much better person. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, yeah, my father, uh, when he first watched Dexter, he watched two episodes, and he came to me, and he said, son, don't kill people. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) So I guess that must mean he must have seen some of me in Dexter. Yeah. Where he was just like, please don't kill people. You have his facial expressions and his monotone, like, this guy does something besides what he's telling me he does. No, I'm right on the level. <laughs> a little <Yeah>. sinister. <laughs> he comes back in, he's pulling off his gloves. Yeah. I was in the studio working on murder. And I you bring donuts to work. <laughs> in the yeah. Ark. yeah. I take donuts what do you to think work. It means? You know, it's true. And then when they're gone, I say empty like me. <laughs> <laughs> An actual line from Dexter, something it is. I think is incredible. Is. Incredibly bad. Empty. 
like me. <laughs> <laughs> like donuts. Uh, wow. So what else does Songbird have to say? Yeah, Songbird. Uh, now, now uh, also to, to preface uh, these questions, some of them were structured for the, the Thanksgiving week, which was we, we just passed. So um, her next question is uh, Thanksgiving themed. If you guys could have a float in the Thanksgiving parade, what would it be like? Oh, my God. A big God. train of dicks. Yes. <laughs> dick train. Dick, dick train. float. <laughs> we need to make a dick float. Big dick floats. But it has to shoot out one white One would curve up, one would curve to the left, one would be really little, <laughs> one would have huge bush, they would, the other would, it would be just a big dick train. Songbird, I'm sure you were probably expecting <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there it is! I'm sure you, that's, a, that's, that's the, the, the dick train. We've talked about this on the show, Michelle made that for us in the studio after the dick train episode last year. And Someone that's was playing it. with it. Oh, somebody was well, someone stroking the dick train. <laughs> no, Charlie. I was I was trying to reconstruct the dick train. Okay, I was tr- I was trying to I was trying to fluff the dick train, <laughs> and uh, it did not work. Reconstruction surgery. Oh, and now now there's there's an addendum to that question, uh, which is uh, bold. Well, that was the villain. That was the villain answer. What about what about Goat and Charlie? What are your guys? What would your guys uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I mean, uh, we'd be on the float with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You should. So, so yeah. all I ask, all I ask is all the peni shoot white confetti everywhere, and it's only when Nick goes, everybody hates us for this, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and my only request is that ponies are nowhere near this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have two horses pulling it. <laughs> Wait, two horses two on a dick? Two little horses, two ponies, if you will. It'd be no, two horsepower no, peni. No, no, no. All right, well, the the next part to this question is, now come up with a Thanksgiving TV special that somehow involves your float. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, dead or alive, male vi- beach, volley beach ball. <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck we would tie a dick train float. I want... Here it comes. <laughs> so there's a family who's trying to get home for the holidays. <laughs> and all the planes are grounded. Yeah. And the only mode of transportation that they have available is the dick, the dick train. train. Mm-hmm. And so it's the heartwarming story of a family's journey home for Thanksgiving yeah. oh, we uh, even while, while having to deal with the fact that they're on, on a, a train made <laughs> of dicks. <laughs> and it's all about family and togetherness. But it's a well, dick yeah. float, Hold right? On, but right. We, but we to well, but so the float is based on the story yeah. oh, of the family. Okay. Yeah. We could totally... Turn this into a family-friendly or thing, and it would be uh, Richard Thomas Tank Engine's cousin, <laughs> Dick for short. Yeah, it's That's the it. Richard train. <laughs> so unfortunate. And we would pull up and be like, "Doo doo!" Like, "Hey, little man, get on the Dick train!" Doo <laughs> <laughs> doo. Uh, uh, Dick, can I wait? Hang on, hang on. Pinch, pinch to zoom. Wait! Oh, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Shave your nostril hair, son. <laughs> HD. <laughs> Can I get one more toot toot? Toot toot. That's terrifying. On <laughs> the board. That's right. Now I'm trying to zoom back out. Annalise, you're, you, you've got your close up right now. <laughs> I like the oh. and you're going. <laughs> Wait, are we all the conductors I'm, of the dick train? What is what yeah, is this yeah. close-up moment? I, I don't know. I'm just stuck in close-up. <laughs> <laughs> Worst um, periscope ever. So, John, now it's you. Char- Charlie is admittedly head, new your, to the scope. Your, your head is just the screen. Um, <laughs> toot, toot. Oh, you got the creeper oh, dick give train. Give it a little toot there, Johnny. Oh, God. <laughs> 
I can't get out of full screen. <laughs> We're just gonna have to finish this up it's like this. I guess. Probably enriching the quality of this this broadcast. No, it's not. How does um, a tech damn. guy not know how to periscope? I. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there. There we go. There we go. Hey. Just, there we go. Okay. You're just doing it wrong. Use your uh, air. I, 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 I'm pinching it wrong. Yes. Um, the phone of the dick train. Yes. <laughs> Anything else from Songbird, John? Gross. Um, <laughs> Yes, actually, there's one final thing from Songbird. She says, oh, no, you've just received a distress call from Mrs. Technotronicorn that her dear hubby has been captured by the head horse. Literally, it's a horse's head. And is using his intelligence to create an army of robo-ponies for world domination. She put the oh, nay God. in there. She spells it nay. Oh, God. No. I'm certain that was for you, Charlie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, how will the villains plus goat rescue our beloved Charlie and defeat the nightmarish head horse? Uh, she put mare, nightmare, M A R E, nightmarish head horse, puns, in its new globe trotting army. Songbird, this is my favorite question ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Reasonably so. I wait. Would... Hold, hold on. Just pause one second, Nick. Okay. I'm waiting. Char- Charlie's favorite question is about him getting kidnapped <laughs> by, by by a decapitated head by by basically and Billy Robo. Mitchell the horse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Ooh. saying I want it to happen. I just like the question. Yeah, it's true. He just likes it because it's no I mean, it's detailed, too. Look, yeah. here, here's what I would do. I would, um, after socking this fucking thing right in its, its Jessica fucking... Uh, Rabbit? <laughs> Sarah, what, Jessica no, Parker Sarah Jessica Parker face. face. Yeah. Um, I would take this uh, disembodied horse head and uh, put it into the bed of a mobster... And leave it there for him to find in the morning. That would be my. That would be my. What about the robots? Well, the monster would clearly go fight the robots. Well, no, no, I would. I would <laughs> starting a turf war. Put a fucking. <laughs> I, I would I mean, assume. Right? Yes, it probably would. Be, yeah. Yes, it would be. This is clearly um, a faction thing. Right. He's pissed no. off at those yeah. fucking evil ponies. Yeah. Motherfucking horses. Goddamn horses. They're not going to tell me how to run my business. Um, That's offensive. Yeah, so I'm going to. Yeah, it is a mobster voice. I'm, I'm totally fine. <laughs> um, Wait, did you say mobster or monster? Mobster voice. Okay. One you know. the same. Um, yeah, there's not much difference. It tends to be. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, if, if assuming it's got robo, it's got a robo army. The robo mm-hmm. robo army of the floating horse head would have to be like horses, right? They'd be maybe they're 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 horse bodies with no, no head. No, no, no. <laughs> and that's what we have to fight. Clearly, they're going to be robotic jockeys, little four foot men. <laughs> <laughs> Disturbing. Uh, if they're really that small, then what, I mean, all you do is fucking stick your hand out and hold their head you'd while think. they swing at you. There's you'd, no fight you'd there. You think? Yeah. Jeez. Agile little bastard there. I was just gonna say I'd go get cake and let it sort itself out. We're just gonna no, let this whole go affair put my feet over. on the table and just eat. And be like, well, no sorry. Rescue. He'll fight. He'll figure it out. Go, go to the Winchester. He's got and it. This whole thing. Blow he up. knows what he's doing. Wow. He knows tech. <laughs> it's the robots. He'll right. reprogram. He can, he he can, can program it. Yeah. To, right. That's like what I was voice. thinking. Yeah. Our only the end guy is the in there with all the robots. He should probably be the one to yeah. dismantle them. Yeah. All. I'd be like, if I was in the middle of this fight, I'd fucking call him <laughs> and be like, hey, can you talk me how, through how to shut this thing down? Like, so he's there. The only so. stipulation 
I have of this agreement is is that when the credits roll on this epic film of us of us kicking this horse head's ass. No, there's no agreement. I'm going. I'm eating cake. No, after after we after we win, we're all beat up and like bloodied, and we're sitting we're sitting at a diner. And Nick's eating a piece of cake, and it, the camera yeah. slowly zooms out, and as the credits start to roll. The song Goodbye Horses plays fucking rolling up the screen and fade to black. You wrote a fucking movie. Like, well, <laughs> well, if Kevin Smith can write a fu- fucking tusk out of a podcast episode, I, I vote that we we fucking move to film this movie. <laughs> I'd see Gorilla that style. I'd go see that movie. This is the best podcast ever. 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 Um, uh, was that was that Songbird's That's last it. question? I mean, I mean, like she packed it in. That's you know? it. Hopefully, it was, I mean, hopefully it was worth <laughs> the wait, Songbird. Thank you for being so patient while we uh, yeah. while we got your good Lord. answers. Yeah. Um, All I was gonna say is, uh, I go to go Craigslist and be like, one producer needed. Ours got stolen by a horse head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if if Craigslist can find a vex thing, can find anything, yes. I guess. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so Skyler too. Yeah. Okay, so that's our mailbag for the week. Um, hope you are, enjoyed our, our periscoped version of our mailbag. Mm, um, uh, villains, what is coming up in your future? Well, we're going to be playing um, Connaught Delete. Which is next month. Mm. But when, of course, Star Wars The Force Awakens comes out, which we are also very excited about, except for Goat. He's glaring at me right now. Yeah. You know your hatred to puns? I equal it for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. he's. What was it I said earlier about him having a heart? I fucking take it back. What? <laughs> right? What? Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, clearly, you everybody is gonna not go see Star Wars and come see us play at Con All Delete. Yeah, right? I will. There you go. I will be there all along. That's the spirit. That's one right. Man. You still have a heart. Yeah, well, man, we're one... playing on Saturday, and it comes out, what, right. Friday? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we're good. there's yeah. time to yeah. do both. I'm gonna put a cardboard cutout of myself on stage. And just go watch Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna put the outfit on, and just oh, okay. do the worst villain show possible. It's all, <laughs> it's all tape, yeah. anyways. Guys. Fr- yeah, Friday right. night, though, yeah. Nick's gonna be reading uh, uh, erotic, erotic uh, literature. Shades literature. of gray. <laughs> Hopefully, we can uh, uh, double uh, double down and read "Taken by the T Rex." Oh, right, more yes. dinosaur fun. <laughs> yes, John's favorite childhood Seriously. story book. Mm. There was a there was a scene in this book that actually talked about. Uh, when the dinosaurs got into the stock market and how it affected everything. <laughs> I missed that point in my life. It made me happy. He was a strong dinosaur that wore a suit and had a helicopter. I thought it was a With wolf a ter- that was on Wall pterodactyl Street. pterodactyl pilot. The pilot there, was a pterodactyl. Is there a name for when somebody somebody uses words to make Asshole. you feel like you're really high? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's But what you're I talking about the wrong feel book like anyway. Um, oh, am I? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> but yes, there's a lot of it out. Con all delete next month. All um, that fun. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, we I, I will actually be there for that one. We're going to be playing awesome. Con all delete. We're going to be playing Anime Apocalypse. Looks like we're going to be doing Anime Zap. So yeah, we got shows. And those up. are January. Yay shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. And on personal non-villains notes, you guys have anything coming up you want to share? Celebrating mm. not being in school for a little while. Hey. Um, I can't fucking wait. Um and just honestly the villain stuff and that's all I'm looking forward to on a personal note Uh-oh. uh coming up 100% completion on Metal Gear 5 <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that because then I'll get my soul and my hand and my body back No it'll just go right to Fallout 4 No uh, no no it'll make a pit stop with the new DLC for Batman Oh, oh. no yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Murder in the Art will be done sometime in, in 2018. The future. Uh, <laughs> Evolve or Die Deluxe. Yeah, that will be finished mm-hmm. actually very shortly. I've been working on that for a long time. What's the deluxe part? Uh, the package. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally no, no. Evolve or Die Deluxe. We're doing. It's gonna. It's gonna be out soon. It is all of the tracks from the album. Uh, the opening track, just another center, is a different cut, different intro, and different singer on the track, Meredith Crowder, who was the original <laughs> vocalist. So I used her tracks and takes again, uh, mixed them back in, uh, along with a few remixes, uh, tracks that didn't make it onto the album, besides, oh, I think like at least three or four of those. Um, remixes, uh, alternate versions, and uh, uh, looks like I'm going to be doing a somewhat rock version of Everybody Hates Me. Uh, to sound kind of like it does live with like you know rock drums and guitar and all that stuff, so there's a lot of different stuff. You know, yes. pretty cool. I'm excited about it. Awesome, Mr. Goatsworth. Anything coming up in your future? Uh, getting this fucking album done. Jesus. Oh, the theme. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, we're we just did vocals for the first half. Uh, weirdly enough, I'm shipping him to Nick. He's gonna do the. Villainry behind them. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually not anything to do with villains the band. So, but we're gonna do that. Uh, we're gonna work on the, the. We got the easy one done, so we're gonna ship those off. Uh, then we're gonna start working on the uh, three that we've uh, deemed. What the fuck were we thinking when we wrote these? <laughs> uh, and those should be hopefully all this whole sudden should be done like mid January. Everything everything should be to the public by mid January. Is okay. the, the plan? We'll see. I mean, who knows? Fallout Four might take up my life, and it might be 2018 with the. Villains record, who knows? So all I, that's all I got going on that work. Fallout Four, eh. <laughs> hiding from Christmas and all the shitheads that go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie, on a higher note, <laughs> um, I'm happy to be. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, with Cider Fest behind me, I can kind of like breathe a little bit and kind mm-hmm. of like take some uh, takes take a little bit of time to focus on a. Couple of my other projects that uh, I've been neglecting a little bit just because, well, priorities are priorities. Um, but um, so uh, so yeah, so uh, you know, day job and uh, you know, so, some of my own personal clients. I've got some requests to handle for them. Um, so I'm uh, no la- no lack of things to do by any means whatsoever. Um, but uh, it won't be long before. Um, you know, I, I basically I spent all day yesterday working on stuff for um, you know postcon stuff for Ciderfest, and then you know just development work on um, you know the uh, the Andrea Libman announcement for uh, for Winnie City, and then just uh, you know MLP MSP just announced their dates uh, June eighteenth through twentieth, pretty sure. Um, whatever whatever that weekend is, I might be off like a day, but whatever that weekend is in June. Um, <clears throat> and um, so see, so yeah, I was working on the website for that. So um, no no lacking of things to do by any means, but so help me God, I'm actually going to play video games again on a somewhat of a regular basis welcome back to the fold <sighs> yes that um and uh yeah and so uh briefly just because you guys were so upset that there wasn't one last week for my beer of the week um <laughs> i uh, i would like to um to uh to talk about um let's see god i drank so many good beers over this last weekend um of course being who i am i brought a uh, a selection of uh of um of some of my uh various brews with me up to share with with the pony folk was, was there any specific like pony like focus beer? the the only like semi pony like focus beers that I can think of is uh, uh, Half Acre does a pony pilsner um, which I gave to Andrew, <laughs> does, which I gave a, a can of to Andrea Libin last time she was in town and um, and then uh, Pipeworks has their various unicorn themed beers um, but uh, aside from that there's there's nothing like especially My Little Pony mm-hmm. related not, not that I'm aware of I anyways. don't know if they crossed over yet they seem to have their hands and everything. 
Not, uh, even, not even their own hands. Right. Just <laughs> other people's hands that uh, have to have uh, police stamps. You mean their hooves and everything. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is why they fumble a lot. No thumbs. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, um, no, the, uh, I mean, one of the beers that I brought up was... Um, uh, so Dragon's Milk, which uh, you guys are uh, maybe familiar with, it's from uh, New Holland Brewery. It's a bourbon barrel aged stout. It's one of the better um, bourbon and barrel aged stouts that you can actually get year round. You know, a lot of I the re- love that damn beer. It's a damn good beer. Oh, I love um, that beer and hate that beer because you need to watch this beer. It'll sneak up on you. It's a uh, it, 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 <laughs> it's, it's a sneaky little bastard. Yeah, yeah. strong. It's uh, it's right around I think like eleven percent, ten and a half, eleven percent somewhere in there. Um, they they came out with a uh, uh, some variants. Um, so I have a coffee. A triple mashed, a, uh, uh, a a toasted chili, and a raspberry version of this beer. Oh, and um, I uh, I uh, had a couple extra bottles of the the chili and the raspberry, and so I brought those up and gave them to my good friend Peter New. And mm. um, um, I've had them previously, but they're just on my mind right now because I, he he took them home with him and he, he was uh, drinking them the other day. But so if you like bourbon barrel aged stouts, you guys know if you've if you've been listening to the show for a while, as I've talked about beers, I'm def, I definitely am partialer towards the, dar- the the more the darker it is and the more the longer it's time it's spent in a bourbon barrel, chances are the more I'm going to like it. Um, and these in particular, especially the toasted chili one, it's it's just got just a little bit amount of heat on it just to give it make it interesting. It's mm. uh, it's but really 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 good stuff. Um, if you happen to see those, grab them because you will probably not see them the next time you're in that store. Um, but yeah, so uh, any of the dragon milk variants or even just dragon's dragon's milk itself from New Holland's Brewery. So for our mailbag for next week, we're going to get back to a question that we missed from a couple weeks ago. Just uh, I forget exactly even exactly what. Oh, that's right. I didn't post the question. That's what happened. Um, So we didn't get any responses. So we're going to re-ask it. I'm going to make sure to post it again this week. So the question is, uh, if you remember the story from a couple weeks ago, that Activision bought King, uh, the the developers of the Candy Crush and various related properties games for five point nine billion dollars. And so our question to you again is going to be, um, if you had five point nine billion dollars to spend, blow, waste, whatever, invest. Um, in anything video game related or not, uh, what would you spend that money on? Um, assuming and you use ballpark that whatever you want is in that's ballpark value of $5.9 million or whatever. Um, so yeah, what would you, yes, a lot of friggin' money. Um, so what would you do with $5.9 billion? Um, preferably video game related is our question to you for next week. Um, and so in the meantime, with all that being said, uh, thank you very much for listening. This has uh, been yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. If you like what you heard, you can find us at uh, GamerheadRadio.com at Facebook.com backslash Gamerhead Radio at Google.com backslash plus Gamerhead Radio and on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio where I'm at T-E-K Charlie. John is at the Fallon Flynn. Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. Uh, 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 fine villain folk, your Twitter, your Twitter handles if you have them. At, at V is for villains. At Villain Vex. And a V-E-X on, on that. <clears throat> um, if uh, you can send us an email at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or uh, call and leave us a voicemail at 94926Gamer, uh, you can subscribe and uh, download the official GamerHead Radio app on Google Play or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, uh, SoundCloud, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Once again, thank you very much for listening. This has been yet another villain-filled, excellent episode. I couldn't have asked for a better welcome back of GamerHead Radio. Radio. Wow. <laughs>
So, uh, yeah. What do we do now? I'm also a little out of practice, but I believe this is the part where we talk. Well, I, I, well we can... Uh, <laughs> Oh, right. I don't know either. <laughs> you might as well put We've an edit marker the in there. Train.